Welcome to Fate Moon Archive, an actual play podcast focused on critical world building, smart characterization, <laughs> and fun interaction between partners. <laughs> I didn't get it for a second. I was like, wait, a- well, I guess we are actually playing. Wait a minute. <laughs> you fucking got me there. Welcome to Fate Moon Archive, yet another game club by two trans people on the Abnormal Mapping Network. (laughs) So we can only do that one if they actually accept us. Uh Uh-huh. Okay. Now, I guess we should do a real intro. Uh Uh-huh. Welcome to Fate Moon Archive, a podcast about waiting through 20 years of type moon. I'm host, Fen, my pronouns are Faye Fair, and joining me is... (laughs) Uh, I'm Ben Enns. Did you say pronouns? Yeah. Uh, she, they. Today, we're going to be doing a bunch of stuff. First off, we'll be covering Eclipse, the epilogue to Tsukihime. After that, we each have a couple of thoughts on Tsukihime as a whole that didn't quite make it into our wide-ranging Kohaku wrap-up. That was really more of a full-game wrap-up, if we're being honest. Uh, then we have some questions to add. Then we have some questions to answer from our wonderful listeners. Thank you all for writing in. I if, can't believe how many people wrote in. Wild. The thing is, if you give people seven and a half months, <laughs> at least, uh, at if least you start asking for questions seven months in advance. People will throw you some pity questions. Uh huh. I think we have like four people who sent in 13 questions. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. That sounds right. If you have questions about Tsukihime or any future games as we cover them, I don't want spoilers for stuff we not haven't covered yet. Yeah, but don't do that. As we cover future games. Um, we or, know some things, but we don't know everything. Yeah. I yeah. I would say aside from stuff that I've played, I know very little. Mm-hmm. Um, or, right. Or if you have questions about anything else... Um, you can send those to cryingrules at gmail.com. Or is it cryingrulesactually at gmail.com? We keep doing this, Ben. We can't keep doing this. It's cryingrulesactually? It is cryingrulesactually okay. at gmail.com. I need you to say that again slowly into the microphone <laughs> so that people understand which one is the real one. Okay. Maybe we should just get cryingrules at gmail.com. Yeah. Um, our email is cryingrulesactually at gmail.com. Finally, we're going to wrap up with some clips that got cut from episodes for various reasons, most of them spoilery or during breaks, and they didn't fit well into the main vibe of the show. Like uh-huh, uh-huh. the intros that you enjoyed right before this, so that I can make a joke about me saying, I'm host, Fen. Um, I hope you have fun. You're such a goofball, Fen. Oh, I'm a little uh, giddy from finishing tsukihime i played eclipse the the last little tiny we bit. both played eclipse we this played morning today a few hours ago and so uh i'm depressed <laughs> because i missed tsukihime even though i've got months of tsukihime related stuff ahead of me okay before we get into that do you want to go over content warnings? Uh, content warnings content warnings okay yeah, I, I don't, don't know how in-depth we're going to get but you know general tsukihime content warnings are Sexual assault, gore, violence, references to extreme child abuse, sex scenes with underage characters, careless handling of mental health, incest, misogyny, death, and suicide. All the good, all I the think classic. that's all of them. How Wait, many... did we say drugs? We did not say drugs. We never said drugs. There's drugs too. Yeah. Involuntary drugging. 
Uh, how many of these do you think are going to carry over to Stay Night? Let's see. Um, you know is the thing. It's not a fun question for you because you already know. Gore, definitely. Violence, definitely. Uh, references to extreme child abuse, check. <laughs> Sex scenes with underage characters, yes. Uh, careless handling with mental health. Oh, I'm sure that there's instances that I'm... I think it is way better than this game, which has a whole half of it devoted to uh-huh. what if the family had depression, but also that made them monsters. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh, incest depends on how you define incest. Same, same with Tsukihime. Uh, right, yeah, actually, okay, yeah. Uh, so the same pseudo-incest uh-huh. as, uh, yeah, um misogyny oh yeah baby (laughs) death you love to see it suicide i don't maybe a lot of suicide talk in tsukime yeah i think that there's there are actions that you could construe as suicide Mm -hmm. that aren't like it's it's much less hmm I'm trying to think of if any character is like, damn, I'm going to go kill myself. Mm-hmm. And I can't think of any. Comes up a good bit in Tsukihime. Yeah. CL's really just... CL, Kohaku, Shiki a couple times, Akiha kind of. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of people want to kill themselves. Uh-huh. Or die. No one actually wants to kill themselves. Most people in Tsukihime just want to be killed by someone. Yeah, I guess the Kohaku is the only one. Because they're all bottoms. Again, only top in Tsukihime. Kohaku takes the initiative. (laughs) Oh, that's a horrible joke. I'm sorry. (laughs) So. We're done, Ben. I missed I I finished Eclipse this morning. Uh Uh-huh. And I was like, uh, oh... Oh, I, oh no. I didn't realize that I hadn't finished it yet. And now I'm, I have to process it. We've spent, yeah. how many months have we spent on this game? Um, Let's see. We recorded early April. So April, May, June, July, August, September, October, November. Yeah, eight months. This has been, a, m- most of my year has been thinking about Tsukihime. <laughs> So that's yeah we we played even like before we recorded so uh huh you could say nine if you wanted to to uh-huh. round up um why yeah a lot of this year devoted to this game uh huh which and this podcast yeah hey this has been a fun oh, experiment this podcast has been incredible and that's why we're canceling it. <laughs> No. no. Uh we will have some announcements about what's coming up next, but mm-hmm. at the end. But none of those are we're stopping. No. It's all oh get ready. We're doing some wild stuff coming up. And by uh-huh. wild I mean like three people before us played this this thing and, and now we're the fourth and fifth. You wanna talk about Eclipse? Yeah. You didn't take notes, right? No, I like I would have if I needed to, but to me it's just it's such a like perfect thematic cap on uh-huh. what Skihime is. 
Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it was more a like, oh, I'm just gonna like vibes my way through this, mm-hmm. and that turned out to be a great idea because it is just impeccable vibes. I managed to keep it slightly under a thousand words. So, wow, I didn't know. I mean, it's very for short. people for people who aren't playing along with us. We should make clear that like Eclipse is like ten minutes. Yeah. Uh huh. Um, it's very short. It's but... like one scene. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, <sighs> where do we start? Shiki is laying on the grass, looking up at the full moon. He just woke up, as he is wont to do. Oh right. Yeah, he I forgot. I forgot that it ends the same way that it, that Skihime begins, which is I just woke, or I wake up suddenly. Yes. Every time. Yeah. He wakes up to in, he's laying in a in a grass field. Yes. And he almost immediately again again like echoing the opening cutscene. He says he feels like he's on a stage, but there are no curtains. Mhm. Ah, uh, there's just like empty grass. There's no trees, there's like nothing sticking up. It's just like a a dark grassland. Yeah, yeah, yeah. very very reminiscent of the opening movie. He also comments that he thinks he may have pushed himself a little too hard the last couple of days, which kind of places us t- in time immediately following the uh, events of the game. Yeah, yeah. yeah uh-huh. It's like, it's very clear that this uh, is... But before the epilogues. Maybe. <laughs> we'll talk. I guess, I guess the actual thing is, is that this is likely right after Arcoid's true end. That sounds right. Yeah, or yeah, I think it it definitely feels like a that is where it fits the best. It's more near side than far side for sure. I think yeah. I I I don't know that I'd say yeah. I think after Arcoid's true end kind of fits the best for me. I think yeah, it is I think you're right. It is he makes some comments that I was almost like, "Oh, huh. This is kind of like after no, he means after the events of the entire game. Mm-hmm. Like, he makes some comment about, um, you know, days coming and going and being almost identical. And I was mm-hmm. like, oh, you mean after these five routes, uh-huh. you're laying here and you're exhausted. Yeah, it's a little tongue-in-cheek. And... Uh-huh. You're probably right about it being after the Arcoid thing because he is very alone here. He's very alone and, and Arcoid's true end, as as we remember, ends with her leaving forever. He's very alone, and he's thinking about death. I mean, like, not that he doesn't do that in every route, uh-huh. but... He tries not to. He tries not to. But he's he's definitely kind of... Even before another character shows up, he's like, oh, yeah, like, I'm not going to last much longer. Mm-hmm. He, uh, yeah, yeah, he's, like, thinking about uh, how... He he's looking forward to the future, but he's also nervous about it. Right, mm-hmm. his chest still hurts. He says his anemia hasn't gone away. His this, scar this made me think his chest has healed. Yes, but his anemia hasn't gone away. Yeah, yeah, that made me think like, oh, he hasn't gotten through like the Kohaku route, or which is the route where he's like totally cured. Um, he sweets. He sweets route. Yeah, right. What is he sweet? Oh yeah, because Akia's dead. Yeah. Um. Well, and it's it wasn't a 
Right. It's always in Hisui's route. It's always Shiki who kills uh-huh. other Shiki. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. So Akiha doesn't need to be doesn't need to be dead for Shiki to be fully cured. So it definitely, it, I was uh, there's so much unresolved with Shiki in the near side routes that I was like, okay, this is near side for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, even if it is also for everything. He says that he never really thought about living a long life. He never really assumed that he would be able to have a long life. Mm-hmm. Um, not, not in a, oh, now I'm faced with that fact. No. But in a, like, okay, I had, I've had fun. Uh-huh. Yeah. I pushed myself a little too hard, but it was fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's very, like, I could die tomorrow. I could die in 10 years. It's going to happen. Oh, well. Uh-huh. And then we get a line. Who is here, fan? It's Aoko. Remember Aoko Aozaki? I sure do. She's great. M- mirroring her very first appearance in the game, she says, Hey, you, it's dangerous just lying around like that. And we get a mirror of the first CG in the game of little Shiki in the grass and Aoko looking at him, except for it's, it's big, big Shiki. Shiki now. Funnily <laughs> oh. enough, still has no eyes because we never see his face fully like uh, done out uh-huh. in the whole game, except for when he's a kid. The kid has eyes. And now he just doesn't again. Oh. It's very funny. Uh, and she's wearing a great outfit. Oh yeah. I love, I love Alco's like dirt bag t-shirt and jeans. It's so good. But she's got this like long skirt on and this mm-hmm. like uh shirt that looks like she got it from Hot Topic. Her hair is blowing mm-hmm. in the wind. Her hair is con- is like waist length or something? I think it was waist length before too. Yeah, it? I just mean yeah. like in every CG her hair is cannot just be at her back. It's yeah. always in like, you know, flowing I don't know, like half a foot in front of her. Uh-huh. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's a great look. Um, so, yeah, they start doing this, like, joke where she is, like, saying exactly what she said before, and he's responding the same way that he did before. It's, it's very really cute. great. So, it seems that Shiki somehow knew that Aoko was in town. I, and... She says... <laughs> she says... This was partially my fault. Yeah. She says that she couldn't really... It was partially her fault. So that she came to check up. But she has a bad... She's part of the association. Uh-huh. Which we know is the mages association. Yeah. Uh-huh. Because we already know that she's a mage. So that's not like really a spoiler. And the association has a bad relationship with the church. So she couldn't like really get mixed up in what was going on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that line threw me a little bit Mm because it sounded like yeah i mean i guess this could be post cl as well it sounded like it was like oh shiki has a good relationship with the church so like i shouldn't even be here right Uh now uh Uh, but i think it is yes it is more what you're saying is like he's definitely being watched by the church at least whether or not that like she couldn't really do much because cl was there oh yeah, they uh, they sit in the grass and they chat about boring stuff for a while. They just kind of catch up a little. Uh huh. How long's it been since? It's been eight years since. Eight years? Nine. Eight. Something eight. like that. Because Cheeky was nine mm-hmm. when the accident happened, so it's been eight years. Yeah. 
So they talk a little bit about the the thing that just happened mm-hmm. uh, and about the future, but not that much. Um, we we don't really get any of the details of that part of the discussion. We get we cut straight to them getting ready to part ways. Mm-hmm. They stand up. Shiki stumbles. Uh, he says that he got no rest uh, up until last night. Which is what, this is what made me think like, oh, it was like yesterday was the day after the events of the game. Yeah. Yeah. And like, she's like, oh, are you okay? And he says to Aoko, unlike you, I have a normal body. Yeah. (laughs) And she says, "Mm, if you say so. And it's like, okay, what does Shiki know about Aoko's body? I mean, I'm assuming uh, this is a reference to Karno Kokiai Aoko. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't know nothing about Ka- We have not yet seen or read KNK, so we can't say what's up with that. Uh-huh. But... Yeah, I was wondering, well, I'm wondering, whatever it is, how does Shiki know it? I'm assuming that it was, like, just part of nine years ago, the two of them... Yeah. Um, and we just weren't party to it. Huh. I never really got the feeling that Aoko told him anything. It always seemed like he was telling her things. Maybe. Maybe they've kept in touch somehow. I wonder if her death lines are weird. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That could be it. Um, he's not wearing glasses in that CG. I know. Yeah. I I meant to I meant to go check and I was like, oh huh, I don't think I don't think I saw glasses on that face. That's mm-hmm. weird. So Aoko straight up tells him that he's dying. <laughs> he doesn't have long to live. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He, and he's like, I know. Yeah. Yeah, that's okay. And she says that all of this, him getting caught up in all of this business that had nothing to do with him, has dramatically shortened his lifespan essentially Mm -hmm. Aoko asks if he's not afraid of dying and Shiki's like oh no I I think I'm more afraid of death than most people because I know more more about it Mm -hmm. but that he just tries not to think about the future too much Uh, and she's like oh I guess you can see your own death as well as everyone else's and oh boy I couldn't handle that oh geez (sighs) Well, yeah, but what he says is that, like, it's not like he can see the, you know, mm-hmm. 13 steps to the gallows. Mm-hmm. Or is that the line that... She says that. She says... Yeah, he, he um, refutes that. He's like, I don't know when it's... It's not happened. quite like that. Um, but I mean... Li- and she's like, close enough, dude. <laughs> like, yeah. He can look down and see his point of death, like, hanging there. Uh-huh. Like, the unassailable knowledge that he will die. Uh-huh she asks if he has a hard time living with such a like weak body and uh he says that he's she's giving her him a look with like her eyes have changed and she's looking at him like a mage not uh, like a person you Uh know what i mean and which is sorry Hmm? just real quick fascinating that we get that division this Uh early because like there aren't mages really in this story no 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 uh, aside from her and the first time she shows up she's like oh yeah i stole this hero glasses by mm-hmm. 
I'm gonna leave a lifelong impact on you, but I'm also gonna have like you know two scenes. Uh huh. Um. Yeah, we don't know from from uh, mages are in Karano Kyokai. I imagine like if she and her she sister is, yeah. are. But I wonder how much of the broader mage world. This isn't really a spoiler to say, but mages suck shit. Uh huh. Mages are terrible. But yeah, what's Shiki's response? Shiki's like, you know what? I've had a lot of fun in my life up to this point, despite everything. And so I think I'm going to have a good time in the future, too. Uh-huh. And that's all I'm going to worry about. And she gasps at how simple and like elegant that response is <laughs> and goes back to her normal self. She's a little sad about it, though. Uh-huh. What's Aoko sad about now? Aoko's worried that when she told him God doesn't give power without reason, that she... Like kind of forced him into the situation that yeah, he was yeah. in, where he was like, "Yeah, I'll go help. I mm-hmm. I have these eyes for a reason. Might like half this should must use be them. That reason. Um, and like if she hadn't told him that, he could have lived his life as a normal person. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, she's very insistent that like if you hadn't gotten involved, everything would have worked out fine, and you could have like lived a normal life and put off your death a little longer. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Um, does she say isn't it ironic yeah yeah okay she says isn't it ironic that a killer more skilled than anyone else also hates killing more than anyone else debatable that cheeky hates killing but i guess if this is near he's he's certainly scared of it yeah like on everywhere he's very reticent to ever kill anything that is living Mm -hmm. (sighs) he does kill yumizuka so fast (laughs) In the maid roots. <laughs> um, but especially in the near side roots, right? No. He really no doesn't want to. No mercy for Yumizuka's Tayo. <laughs> no mercy for Yumizuka Tayo. <laughs> Basically, Aoko wishes that he didn't have to go through all of this. And he's like, it couldn't have happened any differently. Yes, yeah, this is who I am. <laughs> this is just the kind of person that I grew up to be. Yeah. She calls him a wonderful young fellow. <laughs> <laughs> and says that the, most of the people she deals with are shitheads, so it's really refreshing to talk to someone who's got, like, some good in them. Um, Yeah, Shiki is a complicated character, but generally he's a good guy. Yeah, he's a good guy, and, like, we see, in the future, we see mages trying to do their best. Mm-hmm. But it's... Yeah, it's just like you're you're in a system that is designed to make you a terrible do terrible things, uh-huh. and be a terrible person, and so it's really hard for any one individual, even like yeah, any one individual who wants to do good, uh, to match up to just even the the nicest of mages mm-hmm. in terms of how much they suck. Mm-hmm. Alco is done. She says, "See you." And starts walking away with very little fanfare. And then Shiki remembers something. He forgot to do something before. What's that, Fan? Well, first, he thinks, like, huh, ironic that she'd say see you when this is definitely the last time that we're going to see each other. Mm-hmm. Like, I know that we're not going to see each other again. Mm-hmm. Um, he, he, yeah, he calls out to her. Because um, he knows that this time, like last time... She's just going to walk away from him, not turn around, which is a weird thing to call out as like, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, it's, 
Um, so he calls out to her and says, uh, and she does actually turn around. She's like, hey, what's up? <laughs> Great CG. They're like, there are two CGs in this uh, 10 minute long section. She doesn't turn around until he says the words. Oh, does. Okay. Um, so he calls out and uh, he, yeah, he just says sensei. Uh, she stops without turning around. Um, oh yeah. He hesitates. He's like, well, okay. I already know that I'm not going to see her again, but I know, no, no, that if I say these words, we're really not going to see each other again. <laughs> um, thank you. I'm glad I met you, sensei. I believe um, he whispered that to the wind after she left the first time. Yeah. Uh-huh. I think I remember commenting on it. He he is chronically bad at thanking people for uh-huh. the things that they do for him. Uh, he leaves the... the What's the family that he's staying with? Arimas. The Arimas. Wait, really? Okay, yeah. The Arima family? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Mm. That's the that's the family that like adopted him after the Tonos. My brain is being roasted so fast because it's boiling in here. Is it boiling in here? I'm dying. He says yeah. thank you finally. Uh-huh. And we get a great CG of have we seen Alco's eyes before? I don't think so. I think so. we've only seen them closed. Yeah. So we get a close-up of her face, and she's smiling, and she has, like, really vibrant blue eyes. I think they're, like, even brighter than CL's. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They really stand out against her bright red hair. Uh-huh. And uh, she says, take care, Shiki. Let's meet again if we are fated to do so. And then she, the wind, like, picks up very suddenly, and she disappears. Uh-huh. Aoko. Great character. Aoko? So curious about her. Kiar. Spoilers. In in a few minutes, and by a few I mean anywhere between, you know, ten and and an hour. Um, gonna go over ratings for a bunch of different, you know, characters and routes and and stuff. I had forgotten to put Alco on my list of girls, and this really bumped her up there. Uh-huh. She probably would have been last or second to last. Um, I think she's, <laughs> she's real good, but, uh-huh. So we get this, like, we get the, like, sad, like, kind of hesitant piano music that plays when something is ending. I love that track. <sighs> it's such a pretty tune, and it sounds like the person who's playing it is crying. Yeah, I, uh, yeah, I'll say this in a, I'll say that in a few minutes. Mm-hmm. Eh. Here's a perfectly fine time. The that track I've been I listened to the remake soundtrack. It's too much future fun. You can't you can't bring the remake into this yet. Okay, I'm only only bringing it in to say that listening to the remake uh remixes of original tracks, especially the piano track that plays here is just like I'm just going to curl up in a ball and start Uh sobbing because this is like, yeah. I'm avoiding most of it. It's incredible. I've heard uh, the first second of CL's theme and I almost (laughs) died. Look it up if you you dare. Oh, CL's Don't say anything about it. It's a surprise. I won't say anything. It's incredible. Alco's gone. 
And Shiki's like, oh, I'm sad that she's leaving, but I'm too much of a big boy to cry now. And it's like, okay, bullshit. It's okay to cry. Shiki cries so much in this. It's okay. Yeah. I mean, crying just because someone's going away like, and not dying is maybe debatable but i cry when people leave all the time i cry when people leave all the time ben shiki's not on estrogen yeah okay shiki thinks that uh maybe he will meet alco again someday then if things already weren't turning out the way he expected and uh yeah they'll beat the shit out of each other in melty blood uh-huh. i close my eyes just once as if lowering the curtains in the sky dawn is drawing closer just like the moon that has just fallen for the time being, the curtains are lowered on the long story for Tonoshiki. Even though I know it'll end one day, I don't care. The memories continue on. I'm sure that even the, even the end will be a happy one. The lunar cl- eclipse is far away. Everyone races through their remaining time and passes on. Hmm. Great line. Yeah. And then it just says Finn. Uh-huh. And uh, no credits. No credits. No. Fades out. Yeah. And goes back to the opening screen. Yeah. Tsukihime. Rules. Can't believe I ended up being a moderate Shiki fan. I like him. I ended up liking him a lot more than I thought I was gonna. Uh Uh-huh. Would I roll for him if he was in Fate Grand Order? Probably not. No. But (laughs) I might throw some tickets his way. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It's hard. It's hard because he can't like it would live depend up to girl Shiki still. But who else is on that banner, Ben? Five Star Arcweed. Oh, then I'm like throwing my entire backlog of quartz and also maybe my wallet at that banner. <laughs> and if I happen to get MP5 Shiki because he's a lovely four star, uh huh, he would definitely be a four star. Yeah, I liked Eclipse. Yeah, it's, cute. it's a cute to have an ending that's just for for Shiki. After yeah. spending all that time with him, right? Yeah. Uh, Good way to wrap it up. I really wasn't expecting to see Alco again in this. Yeah. Yeah. I I really enjoy all of the the mirroring of the imagery in the cutscene that plays the first mm-hmm. time you boot it up and yeah. opening. That's great. Tsukime is such a good like nighttime game. You know what uh-huh. I mean? I know half of it takes place during the day, but it feels like it. it's such a good nighttime game. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. So it's nice to see that it's um the end of an the end of the night at the very end, right? Mm-hmm. I think Stay Nights probably it's called Stay Nights, so that's probably also a nighttime game, right? I feel like most of it is during the day. Yeah. You got anything else to say about Eclipse? I don't think so. Okay. First, before we get to ratings, let me just say a couple of things that will not spark long conversations because we've already uh, kind of touched on them in the Kahaku wrap-up, but I just want to say them again. Um, First, I think, well, yeah, I might also expound upon this when we get to route ratings, but Arkweed's route definitely has the is the best has the best thematic through line. Mm -hmm. The rest of the routes, some of them try to larger or lesser degrees and just don't feel as cohesive as mm-hmm. uh arcoids i don't know if you agree with that i like the kohaku route for that too i think it feels a little rushed 
but um I guess that's the other thing is Arcoids is the most uh explicit about it because mm. the characters just sit down and talk about it. I think they do that in the Kohaku route though. I think that's one of the strengths of the Kohaku Right, route. yeah, you're right. I think those two, which bookend the game very yeah. nicely, are uh-huh. the best at that, right? I think that what um CLs is complicated because they're trying to do like the the thing where it's like also Roa's story, right? Mm-hmm. For her, which makes sense because she's Roa. Mm-hmm. Um, but it kind of like muddies it, I think. Yeah. They get distracted from her actual story. And also they're getting invested in the trio getting together. Yeah. In the CL route, which also complicates it from uh, it just being to be about CL and her problems. I think that Akiha's route. I don't think they really know what they're trying to say there. I think Akiha's and to some extent Hisui's. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 There's or and Hisui's route is just less about Hisui than anyone else. Yeah. I think in both like CL, Akiha, and Hisui's, the actions that are taking place uh kind of take precedent over some of the thematic stuff that comes up at the beginning. And it becomes a route that is much more about, hey, what's like, what's the next fun thing that's going to happen? Yeah. And much less about like, okay, but like broader theme, where were we mm-hmm. going with this? Mm-hmm. Also, we talked a little bit about this in the, in the or I guess a lot actually, mm-hmm. in the Kahaku wrap up, but this really is just two different games. Absolutely. And reflecting on it a little bit, I really won... They're both good. I think I enjoy both. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. Am I okay? Yes. My f- top two routes are from one is. Let's just do the top. The one is the near side. Well, let me finish this thought and then yeah. we can. Um, I just want to say that one is near side, one is far side. So like, I do enjoy both. I really wish that both had gotten more chance to breathe. Uh huh. Uh huh. It feels I've like some good news for you, and it's called the Tsukime remake. <laughs> Yeah, and the near side rares are now as big as the whole game was previously. Yeah, which I'm very excited about. If only because, again, like I think Arcoids had a Arcoids route was great, uh, had a great like thematic through line, mm-hmm. and then CLs is like, okay, we're gonna repeat a lot of stuff from Arcoids route, and then we're also going to have some new stuff and like there's definitely an element of like damn i really wish that these had the room to be less repetitive yeah yeah that's a that's the thing in this game is that like so much of it is shared between roots even even after roots break mm-hmm. i think this is worse like cl and and arcoids are the worst for this yeah yeah, yeah. but even after the routes break cl's is like okay we need the speed run uh arcoids like high points we need to we need to get you to be like okay i like arcoid ah what does love like a vampire ah okay this is fine um that's partly because it feels like they're setting up for a triad ending yeah and they are but it's it also i'm happy with i liked that yeah simplest i think that (laughs) i eat grass and i look at girls uh i think we can or i can enjoy that and also say yeah, but it didn't work the best mm-hmm. that it could have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. 
let's get into our routes ranking. Route rankings. Do you want to start bottom and then go up? Sure. What was your least favorite route of the game? Akiha. Akiha route. Akiha with a like just not not by far far. Uh-huh. But uh, it's... by a pretty solid margin, Akiha's my least favorite. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. It's it's tough to be Akiha on Akiha's route. Which is like I think they do I think that we said this. Part of the problem of the way that we do this podcast, mm-hmm. Ben, is that it has been months since I played Akiha's route. Mm-hmm. And mostly what I remember is the negative takeaways we had at the end of those episodes. That's always how it goes. Like you remember um, the beginning and you remember the end. But I I feel like I re- well, one, I remember there being some interesting stuff around like, hey, what does it mean to uh what does it mean to like lose yourself? Um mm-hmm. hey, is assisted suicide okay? That it just like there's a more interesting route there yeah that it just drops all of the interesting stuff on the ground a lot of balls there yeah Um, and then a lot of the things that i like really did like about it at the time are dark or our far side route stuff that just gets done again and better in other routes yeah i I think it is certainly uh if you it is the most yumizuka like right like you get significantly more yumizuka thing if you count that as the Yumizuka route, I would have to add it in somewhere, but it would be above the Akiha route. Okay, I'm adding Yumizuka. Oh, I can't do that. We can only we have to do that as a joke, but it doesn't actually count because it's not a route. Okay. Um, but yeah, Akiha route, bottom of the bottom. I think that there is a better route, but it has to not have the gun sitting on the mantelpiece that is labeled. S- uh, pseudo incest sex scene. <laughs> Chekhov's Chekhov sex scene. <laughs> you mentioned that they're brother and sister in the opening act. And then and that like, means. And you check what genre of game this <laughs> is. And you're like, oh no. <laughs> you check your root guide you and see- realize the key has one of them. Did you see, Ben? Yeah. The absolutely incredible, I think it was uh, the Spire game designer uh wrote a move called i think it was just called Chekhov's gun and it's every time i think it's a piece of equipment every time you mention the the gun without firing it it goes up by 1d size in terms of the damage that it does um it's great <laughs> which is just like the more that you mention this gun the more powerful it gets until you finally shoot it uh, anyway Oh, Seattle is next. For anyone sweet. curious, what? Heesui root is uh what? is second oh. from the bottom for me. You can't do this to me. What did you say, CL? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh. Number three. What? Number three, CL. Wait. One. Wait. How? Why do you hate Heesui so much, Ben? That's not that I hate Heesui. I just didn't like a route that much. The most interesting part of it for me was the, how it set up the um, Kaku route. That's fair. Yeah. It's like okay. uh, the burning body stuff was really interesting too, but it just didn't speak to me in the same way. I found myself being underwhelmed by it a lot of the time. Yeah. I think, again, like the 
well, I will talk about it when we get to there on my list. But CL is next. Well, okay. CL's yeah. f- uh, f- number four for you. CL is number five. Yumizuka's number four. Oh my god, Matt. Okay, don't don't count Yumizuka. It's making this more confusing. Okay, CL is number four. Yes. Well, CL's... Okay, yes. Yumizuka's 3.5. Can't do this. This is audio <laughs> medium. Um, People can't look at this, fan. I mean, we can post these in the episode description. But then it's not a surprise, man. I guess that's fair. Continue. Okay. You're number four root is cl her route is so repetitive with arcoids i think is the issue for me and suffers from the same setting up a really strong thematic premise at the Mm -hmm. beginning which is like hey what does redemption mean how do you deal with having caused harm that like there's no way you can't undo the harm Mm -hmm. so do you just like live the rest of your life like feeling bad? Mm-hmm. What that stuff was? Sick, what can yeah. you do? And then, and then, yeah, the route is like, okay, but forget all that. Yeah, We're, let's have some some sick fight scenes and also a triad ending. And like, I'm so here. If we were ranking best endings, uh-huh. uh huh, uh, that triad ending might be the best one. I think it's the yeah. best one. Uh, but the rest of the route leading there, like mm-hmm. one, the middle is the middle has the longest and lowest of like, oh no, I have so much to slog through before I get back mm-hmm. to, um, or I get to the ending, and I I I sound like I'm super down on CL's route, mm-hmm. and I'm not. It's just that there are a lot of good routes in this uh-huh. game, and CL's just didn't. Number three for me. The CL route. Yeah. Um, Fen. Yeah. She shows up with a gun and demands that they, and tries to orchestrate it so that they kill each other. That is sick. It's very <laughs> sick. Arcoid gets her head cut off at one point and then almost pulverizes the skulls of everyone involved. You know, Ben, oh. I'm, I'm changing this list live. No, you can't do that. It makes it even more confusing. Kahaku's number four, CL number three. Wait, what? <laughs> <gasps> oh, I'm personally offended that... No, you you keep things where they are. You can't change oh. it live anymore. There we go. Akiha's I'm worst. Akiha's worst. Yumizuka's second to, second you to last. You can't count Yumizuka either. I'm just saying where Yumizuka's route would be. Okay. Uh, Kahaku is, is fourth. Seal's third. I can't with you. <laughs> oh, and you were offended when I put Hisui <laughs> second to worst. I just think you made a really strong case for Seal's route. You're right that she is very suicidal, and I love that <laughs> about her. <laughs> you've, ma- you've confused me, and I'm looking at these. Okay. Five. Akiha. Akiha. Glad we agree. Kahaku. Hisui. This is going to be very confusing when we get to our favorite characters, fan. Yes. Uh, I think I dislike the Kahaku route for kind of similar reasons. Um, As you dislike Hisui. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think that there are like sick moments. And I like hanging out with Kahaku. But there's really... 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. The thing is, it's hard. There's a lot of good rats in this game. Mm-hmm. It's hard to to yeah. pin them down. Even a keyhouse route is good. Yeah. Despite itself. Or I think a keyhouse route is the most has good moments. Mm-hmm. Um which I would also say about Kahakers and CLs. Both of them have good moments, but don't have a like the overall experience of them doesn't mm-hmm. hold up as well as others. So three is CL for both of us. Yes. Middle of the road. That's CL right uh-huh. there. Number two. Arcoid. Arcoid. <laughs> wow. Arcoid. Surprise, surprise. Oh, I love Arcoid. Perfect in some ways. Arcoid is the perfect intro to this game. Uh-huh. Because it's such a good route. There is few moments in this game that I like like yelled and got up from my computer more about than Shiki suddenly stalking and killing Arcoid. I was just sitting, I don't remember where I was. I was probably stunned. I was like, oh, this is this kind of what this game is. It was probably laying on the bed, um, on my bed, like sprawled out clicking away and then just like my heart started like racing and i'm like wait i'm sorry i'm sorry i'm sorry he's not about to do this great great opening like spending time with arcweed is great i love arcweed yeah and also as we've come back to several times in basically every episode just some of the sickest conversations in the entire game it was like hey I think part of that is like, oh, these are thematic things that I am interested in, mm-hmm. less so than some of the far side stuff. Yeah. Like, I think some of the far side stuff probably has more thematic cohesion than I'm giving it credit for, mm-hmm. just because it's like not stuff I'm super passionate about. Yeah. But like the what does it mean to be alive and what does it mean to exist and like what does it mean to exist when your existence is meaningless, when it's going to be erased as soon as you die? Uh, that rules. <laughs> Love, love Arcoid. Love Arcoid. Rue number one. He's sweet. Haku. Amber and Jade. Are yeah. that the? It's very funny. Like translating tweets on Twitter. Yeah, the or wherever, and it's like, oh yeah, Amber Chan. <laughs> like, Amber okay. Chan. Amber Chan. Tell me what you like about Hisui's route then. So I think if you love her so much, why don't you marry her, fan? I would. <laughs> uh, I would not, because I don't. Yeah, I don't get that attached to, to fictional characters. I think Hisui. We talked about this a little at the end of Kahaku. Both of them are very speedy. One could say maybe a little rushed. Mm-hmm. Uh but whereas it worked for Hisui, Kahaku doing it again didn't work as well because I started to feel the like oh there are things that you really should have dwelt on a little longer mm-hmm. um, or I would have loved if you dwelt on a little longer um, and so for me Hisui is like oh wow that like zoomed by you finally learned how to pace a route uh, incredible ending um, like maybe a little end and that it really is Hisui and Kahaku's route. Mm-hmm. Like, it's the route for the mains. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like Hisui a lot. And, like, I think that route under... Yeah. Undersells how good she is. Um, But I think her route as a whole is, like... It was... 
possibly the most fun to read because it was just like oh wow this is really going and like now we're towards the end and like zoom 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 uh finding out that kohaku is a murderer is on par with uh shiki stalking arcoid in terms of like Mm -hmm. me that's pretty much the other me i'm i'm sickos at the window going yes yes (laughs) if we were ranking endings hisui's endings would be very high for me Oh yeah, the root less so. Fen, have you considered that you're completely wrong about which one of the two made roots is the better root? <laughs> I've considered it, and then I put Hisui first. See, you're wrong though. Okay, the thing, what I like about the Kohaku root mm-hmm. is that it is the most like fun and self-aware root of the like. The th- the beauty of the Hisui endings is that it sets us up for this very like good tension that's unlike the rest of the roots in the game, in that we know that there's not a big surprise coming with Kohaku. We know what Kohaku's about yeah. already, and we can just watch it unfold with this like delicious dramatic irony kind of thing. Yeah. Right. Oh, it's just really fun. Kohaku's like fun to be around. And I like I said when we were talking about the Arcweed route, like I think it does a lot of the same things where it's like Kohaku, despite not wanting to talk directly about what's going on, does a lot of they have a lot of conversations about the themes of the route and like the things that they're concerned about. The post sex scene discussion between Shiki and Kohaku is still probably my favorite scene. in. You can't sell me on it this hard, Ben. Because now I'm gonna have to reorder my entire <laughs> list. Absolutely refuse to let you do that. I'm gonna take your keyboard away from you. Oh, uh, I, I just used really my loved mouse. the Kohaku route. Hmm? I use my mouse. I'll take that um, away too. It, you're right. It's a fun time. Yeah, it's a great time. Uh huh. He sweet route. I just had so much trouble just getting through it because it's it felt much longer to me than I think it did to you. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. I think yes, you're right, and I think I said this at the time that it it works better as something that you read through and not something to stop and sit and analyze. Um, because a lot of what I like about it is the momentum that it mm-hmm. builds, mm-hmm. and it like, and then it just goes. Uh, I took a lot of notes. Yeah, which is like, yeah. Uh, I think the other thing coming back to it that I don't like about the Kohaku route is not the Kohaku route's fault. It's me expecting it to be a different route. Mm-hmm. I know that we weren't expecting, I know that we weren't waiting for like a huge reveal about who Kohaku was. But I was, get, I was expecting Shiki to find that out way earlier and be true. like, oh yeah, I'll help you. And instead, ah, that it's been incredible. Shiki is exactly the same person and Kohaku feels if anything worse about what she's doing than on the Hisui route. She already felt pretty bad um, about it there. Yeah. Yeah. I think Gohaku has incredible moments in it, for sure. Mm-hmm. But I don't think that it came together as a whole as well as I wanted it to. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, I'm wrong. The thing is, I know that I'm wrong. No, I don't think you're wrong because the thing is that the whole of Tsukihime can be summed up as really interesting pieces that kind of don't come together into a whole. 
I think some of them come together. Like Arcreed's I, I think Arcreed's route is the best at like, oh yeah, this just all flows. Mm-hmm. Um even if it even if it like it kind of drags in the middle a little bit, it's definitely it's still like, oh yeah, all of this is part of a cohesive whole. Yeah. I think I guess that's part of the thing for me of like Kahaku's is like, oh, actually we need to wrap up like four Everyone. four different things. And so this is like four pieces of a route mm-hmm. that are kind of distinct from one another and don't really fit together the best and hmm. i think it worked better for, the, for me than it did for you but i respect your position i think the, co- the, are wrong. the thing is the conversation with other shiki about what it means to do violence yeah rules great conversation not i don't think that it that it works as well well, because it's then it's in a route where it's like, oh no, Shiki still refuses to ever kill anyone. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Mm-hmm. It's fine. You want to talk about our boy rating? Other Shiki, worst boy. Wait, wait, wait. We uh, <laughs> we debated whether. Well, Makihisa a... Makihisa is the very worst, but he doesn't make an appearance, so he doesn't. Yes, count. this is boys with sprites. Boys with sprites rating list. We debated whether we should do. We can talk about that after we do these two lists. Should we? Or should yeah. We talk about it now? So we can talk in absolutes about where the boys would have ended up on the list and why they deserve their own category. Recording. How long is, have we been recording? Um, An hour? You want to make this as complicated and difficult to parse as possible. Okay, we can talk about it. Sorry. You're so funny. I love you. Fen, why are we doing a boys list and a girls list? Okay. First, uh, it's because we're misogynist and therefore uh-huh. all the girls were the, or yeah, uh, no. The actual reason is that the girls get way more time and development in many ways. Mm. All of the boys are villains except for Arihiko. Who would top the list? Ye- well, who does top the boys list? Oh, yeah. Um, Spoilers. And so what we what we wanted to do was give the boys a chance to shine on their own mm-hmm. uh, so that they might make it anywhere near the top of a list uh-huh. and not just have the, the top six spots of the list be, oh, yeah, here are the romanceable characters oh. and and uh, Yumizuka. I can't wait till we can get to uh, the more gender fucky fate games and we'll have like a favorite boys and girls list uh, for Apocrypha. And then also we have our favorite Astolfo and our favorite Mordred. <laughs> well, I feel like there it's it's favorite servants, favorite masters. Ooh, yeah, that's good. That's the divide. Uh-huh. Because very different vibes between servant and master. Mm-hmm. Like, what yeah. what's good in a servant? Uh, cute? Mm-hmm. Cool powers? Uh, sh- flashy animations like uh-huh. what's good in master sad <laughs> sad evil horny <laughs> okay boys list number five other shiki uppercase shiki this is again, i hate that pervert who wants to fuck his sister <laughs> so much this is monkey he's a would be is, is the number six, but this is boys with sprites. Mm-hmm. The teacher doesn't appear anywhere. No. Because he doesn't have a sprite. He's probably like... He, yeah, he's number three, I think. If he if he did exist. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> technically, Shiki is... I just realized there's another boy I need to rate. One second. If you can be confusing, I can too. Wait, who did... I have five and I have Shiki on here. Okay, okay. I'll explain. 
uh, <laughs> I'll do I'll do it as like a point five. Okay. Sammy Day did. So worst of the worst, number five. Other even though easy as we've freely admitted, he's like less less absolutely evil than Roa. Yeah, he wants one thing, and it is to fuck uh, Akiha. Yeah, and that's why he's bad. Yep. He's probably not in terms of yeah I, in terms of damage to the world and and to women specifically probably not as bad as Roa no. but Roa has like the barest modicum of like charisma and interesting bits about him yes uh coincidentally Roa number four <laughs> <Poor> Roa <laughs> oh that guy oh awful yeah he sucks yep I'm glad he's dead. <laughs> Yeah. Pretty much no matter what, right? Yeah. <laughs> Dead or soul bound. Right, yeah. Okay. Kohaku's route is the one where he survives. Mm-hmm. Number 4.5. Is that the way it goes? 3.5. 3.5. Uh, the dead guy. <laughs> that one zombie that we see. Oh. He gets <laughs> <laughs> okay, sure. I'll agree with that. Uh huh. Uh huh. That's very funny. <laughs> I totally. I was like, who else gets sprites? Do you think those dogs are boys? <laughs> hmm. I mean, those dogs are chaos. Number three chaos. already is uh kind of debatable because do does a puppy have gender? Chaos. Number three. I think I think he's tra- he's transcended beyond gender a little bit. But I thought I was about to. I thought you were about to say, "Oh yeah, chaos is trans mask," and chaos I was like, <laughs> "Chaos is a trans icon." I think, yeah, in some ways, um, I guess it's actually numbers what three through six hundred and sixty-nine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> is chaos? Chaos is. Uh, I didn't appreciate chaos when he first arrived. I was like, "Who's this chuckle fuck?" But I ended up liking Chaos a lot. He yeah. let us uh, a woo every episode. A woo. Every once a woo. Woo. Oh. Yeah, he was just... Great guy. Just plural nasty. icon. Yeah, uh-huh. Plural, evil, <laughs> eats people. <laughs> the whole nine yards. Completely He's... outclassed by uh, Arcoid. Yeah. I'm not really sure what he thought he was going to do. Yeah. Um. But, you know... Rooting for him, even though he's dead. Yeah, he'll be he'll be back. He'll be back. Number two, Shiki. Shiki. Wait, are we identical on these? Our list is identical. I don't think that that's very surprising, no. given our like tastes and and the I discussions up, that we've had on this podcast. But I ended up liking Shiki a lot, actually. Yeah, not, he's not one of my favorite characters in the game. He he wouldn't be the top of my list if this was a combined list. He's still a boy. Is the thing He's for still me kind of a shithead? Is that it's, a lot of awful? Things. It is way harder for me to to, and I don't need to uh, like empathize with a character for me that to like them. Mm-hmm. But it is way harder for me to empathize with boys and like mm-hmm. get into a story where mm-hmm. a boy is the protagonist. The sexism fan. Yeah, he. <laughs> yeah, you're like yeah. Um. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's just I don't know. He's, just, he is surprisingly good for the role that he's he's thrust into, which is kind of a stand-in for a way cooler character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, yeah, 
Kara. We'll do Kara and Kyokai yeah. eventually. I really le- appreciate about Shiki is that he is at the nexus of the legacy of like four or five different murderous uh like lineages, right? There's just so much evil crossing at this boy who just tries to be a generally uh selfish normal person and not get too involved in all the stuff beyond protecting someone he cares about. Uh-huh. I like that. I think he's very human. Uh-huh. I can't defend a lot of the things that he says and does, but I think he grows up a little bit by the end. Yeah. You know, he's a teen. I think part of the thing part of the thing that is my complaint about the Kahaku route is really that Shiki is the same person every route. Mm-hmm. And he does grow up a little bit in each route. Yeah. But then he starts right back from yeah. boring. And it accelerates every time and he ends up in a better place in the Kohaku route than he does anywhere else. Maybe. Just the sex scene. Yeah. Oh, the sex scene is like leagues better. Oh. But yeah, Shiki number two. Who's your number one boy? Ben. Your who? best friend and mine. Arhiko. Arhiko. Who you ever get else? A last name for him? Arhiko or Tsukihime Arhiko? We think we did get a last name. Yes. I can't uh, remember. What's it, his though. sister's name? I don't know if we got her sister. Oh, she's not the one in Melty Blood. I always no, think that Shiki's it's Arhiko's sister. sister. It's Shiki's other adopted yeah. sister who has a thing for him. Wait, what? She's just got like a, oh, I love my older brother. Okay. Thing, which probably isn't as gross as Akihas. Oh. It can't be Ben. I hope she's not. in like sixth grade. She's not horny. Um. Okay, Adihiko. I can name so many things I love about Adihiko. I love that he goes on fishing trips with the elderly. I was about to say, where's Adihiko right now? He's on a cruise. He's on That's a cruise. right. He's doing stand-up comedy on open oh. mic night on a carnival cruise <laughs> catering exclusively to 90-plus-year-old <laughs> senior citizens. Arihiko's uh, really just... He's just the platonic ideal of the dude friend in a visual novel. Yeah. He's I like think, the nicest version of that. Yeah, it's interesting the ways... And we'll talk about this again, I'm sure. The ways in which, like... There are Arihiko-like characters mm-hmm. in the future, and Arihiko in in future Type Moon stuff. Arihiko's just like he's the best dude. Yeah, he's just he really supportive and caring guy who lo- who like loves his friend and wants to help him to be okay. Yeah, it's great. Uh huh. Arihiko's just like yeah, he's a dude that I would hang out with. He has with. no secret like fucked up side. He's not. He's like weird about girls sometimes, but he's never really. He never really gets that bad, especially for Tsukihime. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Just the bit. One of my favorite bits in the Akiha route is when uh, he's like, "I'm gonna, I'm gonna date your sister," and he meets her. He's like, "She's terrifying. I'm just gonna do whatever <laughs> she says." Yep. God, what a. I'm her hype man now. <laughs> what a good route. Are you going from? You're going to call me, uh, does he say, yeah, you're going to call me brother someday yeah, uh-huh. to like, oh, I just do whatever she says. I don't, uh-huh. ah. like salary now. <laughs> I'm an employee. Uh, Arhiko's a joy. Great guy. Who's your number five girl, Ben? Number five? 
Now, I am counting Aoko and Yumizuka in this list because oh, they get sprites. That gets down to seven, huh? That gets down to seven. Oh, no. Where do I put Aoko? Who's your bottom girlfriend? You go first. Akiha. He's sweet. <laughs> what? <laughs> That's not even a joke. Unfortunately, he's who landed on the bottom of my list. Not because I don't like her, just because she's just... Hisui. Sorry, Hisui. You look heartbroken. Akiha's at the bottom of your list? Yeah. Wow, okay. Okay. She really couldn't save herself in your eyes. No. I mean... Yeah. Who's number six for you? Ben. What? How is it Hisui? Have you seen her blush? Very cute, Ben. She's always blushing. Who's number six for you? Akiha's like her route taints her so much that I just can't. Mm -hmm. She's great in Kahaku slash Yumizuka slash Akiha's route. Um, but I just yeah, she's great, but it doesn't it doesn't uh rescue her from Mm -hmm. the bottom of my list. Number six. CL. 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 Yeah. How is he to be last? I like, I think CL has some good moments. I like that she's depressed. Uh, she's, she becomes so much a, oh, everything. I'm just here. The do it all character. I'm, I am literally here to be the Deus Ex Machina. I have a fondness for her stuff. as a fellow glasses haver. Uh huh. You know what I mean. I think her tattoos are sick. I'm sorry, Ben. I think you mean as a fellow uh, object of um, of fetish, <laughs> as a fellow person who asks every time before you have sex, uh-huh. "Do you want me to wear my glasses or not?" Yes, yes, was, I do do that. My soul, my soul job is to cater to your preferences. Uh, un- unlike CL, I cannot see without my glasses on. Uh huh. Um. Okay. Number. Number five. Yumizuka. Aoko. Ooh. Yumizuka. Yeah. She's great. Yeah. Love a girl who will bite you and and. She's so sinister. Yeah. I love she, that about her. She embraces being a vampire so quickly. Uh huh. But also hasn't really gotten used to it yet. It's is, great. She's just, she's, she's great. sad and also horny and violent. Telling her that you that Shiki uh likes her and it just breaks is her heart. The best moment in this game. Aoko being uh number 5 for me. I really like Aoko. We just don't get enough of her. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That Even is why at the end. That's why Aoko's number 4 for me. Is similarly like Yumizuka number 4 for me. Uh Alko's great. Like the moments that we do get with her, and a large part of this is that we played Eclipse right before doing uh-huh. this. So like Alko is fresh in my mind, and I guess the thing is, I'm very excited for more Alko. Yeah, because uh-huh. I know that there Good. will be. See a even lot if, of her. Yeah, even if it's a different version of that character, mm-hmm. I'm so interested to see more of her. Yeah. Oh, Yumizuka is number four for me. Oh, I like that we just flip flopped on these. Uh-huh. Um, 
really like Yuvizuka. She's a great time. I she's she still got the badge that says most improved girl in Tsukihime, I think. No. Cause my number three probably has that. Uh Ark uh Akiha. Most improved girl. Huh. Mm-hmm. I can't really definitely, yeah. I liked her at first, but I was like really re- uh, hesitant to like her because of her upcoming oh. route. Once her route was over, oh, she's great. She's just sitting back with a whiskey and she's like so too young to have a drinking problem. I love Akiha. Yeah, I don't I don't love how horny she is for Shiki. She's too horny for Shiki. Um I think that spoils on me me on her a lot. I think Arcweed is my number 3. Arcweed's number 3. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um I think Akiha, yeah. She's last for me. And I think it's her route and then also I just I don't need an adopted sister who's incredibly horny for her brother in my life. In That's general. not the things I like about her, to be clear. No, no, but it is enough to... Spoil her for to, you. The thing is, is that there are six, seven, there are six very good girls in this game. Mm-hmm. And so, like, Akiha being last is not, not saying that she's not a terrible thing. character. It just means that... I would put I would probably put Arihiko above Akiha and Ciel, and that's it. I would put Arihiko above Hisui for sure. So Arcoid's your number three? Yeah. What do why why, I think why three? Similarly, there are too many incredible characters. Uh-huh. Uh if close listeners, listeners who have been keeping track will know who my last two are. Uh-huh. Uh and I could not justify pushing Arcoid above either of them. Uh, is the real thing it's like are keeping tra- are able to keep track of what we're saying right now is a mythical creature <laughs> <laughs> okay arcweed is incredible Love her route is just has hanging out with her has the best energy uh-huh. she's so she's so great uh-huh. so energetic so happy and excited and i just love her a lot my number she's two arcweed <laughs> Yeah. What a great person to ha- spend time with. Yeah. I love her, her big stupid shirt or skirt. I love that oh. she's dressed like an office lady. We're going to talk about this from now until we play, uh, until us playing through the remake. But her her mauve, her terrible, <laughs> her off-puttingly off-putting skirt. Just like, it's, a, it's just a, for, for anyone who hasn't seen a Sprite of Arcoid, and please look up a Sprite of Arcoid. Um, for me, if no one else, uh, it's a great sprite. Do it for fan. Uh, do it for her. Mm-hmm. Uh, just, it's such an ugly skirt. Yeah. And it's what I, it's so much of what I love about her mm-hmm. is that her outfit is god awful. And yet she's still like one of the sexiest and just like most fun to be around characters uh-huh. in this game. Yeah. Oh, she's so, it's so nice to start off with a character who is who does feel like an adult despite yeah. everything uh-huh i think she has moments where she's like supposed to feel yeah. younger uh-huh. but it always comes off she as like like a weirdo yeah. for me yeah uh-huh she's like great. more like a shut-in uh, which she yeah. is than uh-huh. like a kid now who's your number one girlfriend wait number two. Oh, oh you're on number two still i didn't say number two give me number two fan let's go haku how Haku. could it be anyone else, Ben? Well, I'll tell you. It's very different on my <laughs> list. <laughs> um, Kaku's great. Murders people. Sad. Uh-huh. 
uh, thinks of herself as an automaton. Uh-huh. Just, like, incredible. Sometimes, sometimes I like to think about her and just, like, oh, Kohaku. I hope she's doing okay. Yeah, uh-huh. I hope she's having fun. Uh-huh. She always looks like she's having fun, fan. Yeah, but I mean, like, I hope she's, like, actually having fun. <laughs> We've covered this. She looks like she's having fun because she is having fun, even if she's just pretending. Yeah. I love Kohaku. She's so good. My number one is Kohaku, obviously. Yeah. Oh, she's just such a sad person who deserves to be happy. She's so sad, Ben. Uh uh And yeah, she deserves, out of everyone, I think, she deserves the most to just, like, have a normal life and be happy uh-huh. and get lots and lots and lots of therapy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I really like that um, Kohaku doesn't need a, like, this is the kind of monster I am, like, literal mm-hmm. reveal in order to be both a compelling villain and an interesting character. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. She has magic powers and it's important to why why she is where she is, right? Mm-hmm. But she is ultimately a very normal person, sort of. Yeah. But is such a, like, fascinating, like, mess of a character. It's a really big swing, Kohaku. And I think that it's mostly carried out pretty well, despite some things. Yeah, I think despite me ranking her route uh, relatively low, Uh uh, she's incredible. Mm-hmm. As a character, mm-hmm. I love her. Even if I think that's part of why I rate the Heesby route as high as I do, uh-huh. is because she's such a large portion of that. Mm-hmm. And like, again, we've been over this, but Heesby route really is the maid's route. Yeah, yeah. And then Kohaku's is a, like, yes, you want to date Kohaku, but let's wrap up everything else. Yeah. Um, Number one, fun. Well, 1.5 first is CL on day two of her route. When what after Shiki's killed Arkweed and Ciel finds him in the rain and they're having a, an incredible conversation about penance and <laughs> what it means at the bottom and then also say that she's a different girl higher up. I because what I don't like about Ciel is how she's everything to everyone, how she is exactly the character that the story needs at every point. Mm-hmm. Um. And so, but she's not that on, on like, early on in her route. Uh-huh. That's not who she is. She is, like, one of my favorite characters. Mm. And then later on, she becomes not that person. But I just like it when a girl is sad about causing harm in the past and can't get over that. Speaking of girls who are sad. Number ben, one. What's your number yes, one? <laughs> How could it be anyone else? I can't believe you put her last. <laughs> this was not politically motivated, Fen. It wasn't as a dunk on you. Tell me about he. Really? Are you sure? Yes, although it is very funny. Well, I don't know. He's, he's just nice. <laughs> Cut it. Print it. That's it. Um, I the the thing is, is that it's hard to say anything. To someone who thinks that Hisui is the worst girl in this game. I like I like worst girls, Fab. Like again, the margins between these characters are very thin in a lot of places. Can't she was almost fifth. Do you put Miss Incest above Hisui? I put her 
four spaces above Hisui. Yes. <laughs> okay. Hisui, incredible character concept mm-hmm. of like, oh yeah, nothing bad has happened to her mm-hmm. except that she has watched everyone around her get hurt over and over and over mm-hmm. again. That's the best pitch for her is like just the survivor's guilt uh-huh. racking her every moment. And <sighs> yeah, I think it works for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I really like Hisui. It's just, she just doesn't get enough anything in this That's game. the thing is, yeah, I can be a hypocrite. It's my podcast. Yeah, you can These do are my opinions. Want. I get to be as hypocritical as I want. Um, she is deeply let down by the game that she's in because mm-hmm. it's not interested in her. No. It's using her as a like, oh, we need two people for this route so that we have a fun reveal about, oh, actually, Kohaku's the one who's sat or who's happy now, and Hisui's the one who doesn't, you know, ever express emotion. Um, well, I'm sure there will be a lot of Hisui in the future, given that she's Takeuchi's favorite character. Yeah, I just... She's so good. She's soft and nice. And have you seen her blush? I have it's seen really her blush. Cute. She did a lot. I love Hisui. You don't love Hisui. I do love Hisui. No, you don't. I just love her You wouldn't have more. put her last if you loved her. Someone had to be last then. I know. I don't love... I don't love Akiha or Ciel. Damn. Harsh. I love Hisui. I would roll for any of these girls. Oh, yeah. Girl. Okay, that's the thing is... I think... <sighs> Akiha is like... I would roll for her. I wouldn't be overjoyed. Mm-hmm. Everyone else, I would be like, "Oh yeah, please." Mm-hmm. Whoops! All my courts disappeared. You just don't like Akiha because I keep beating you as her in Melty Blood. I don't think that that's it, <laughs> but I can't say that 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 that's zero percent of the reason. That's very funny. Okay, that's our ratings. Yeah. Huh. Next up, we're going to do questions. Questions. Uh, Once again, for if we're going to listen, we'll read questions for old games anytime we do one of these. Uh, Love to get questions. If we ever get to the point where we have enough questions that it would be a pain in the ass to answer old questions, then no, we're not doing that. But we'll do it. We're never going to get to the point. I'm just saying, Fen, just in case, you know. Okay. Almost certainly. We are going to do old questions uh-huh. every time. So, like, if you have Tsukihime questions that you realize in two months or years uh-huh. or maybe not decades, uh, I can't... When's the next time we're going to do a Q&A episode, though? Probably. Might be Stay Night. So, like, a year plus? <laughs> we, might, we might do one that's a wrap-up for Kigetsu Toya plus disc. Melty Blood. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Um, but if you have questions, cryingrollsactually at gmail.com is the address. That is the correct address. Several, several, I say several, like five people know that address and have written in questions. And we uh-huh. thank each and every one of you. Uh-huh. You can also DM Crying Rules on Twitter uh-huh. uh, as someone did to tell us what is up with shots needles shout outs to um emotional support monkey Uh i don't know if they want me to read their at or not Uh um 
so i'll just yeah um this is in reference to we were going to get to this in the kohaku wrap-up episode but we forgot this is in reference to the bit in the kohaku route when it apparently akiha as a child almost injected shiki with a syringe full of air yeah and we were like i know that's bad but how bad fan how bad tell me about well it. uh this person writes in, I'm a, or I guess DM'd us on Twitter. They didn't like, you know, write a physical letter and send it to us or anything. And that's a pretty well-known abstraction at this point. I'm a pharmacy tech who sometimes gives shots. Or, I'm a pharmacy tech who also sometimes gives shots. The main reason you want to get the air bubbles out of syringes is to have the most accurate dosing possible, since each le- each air bubble eh, is a little less of actual medicine being injected. Well, air being injected straight into the bloodstream intravenously can cause an embolism it is actually far more air than popular media media suggests around 50 milliliters so presumably akiha could have injected that much air uh-huh but she would have um, to get a vein though that getting like yeah that said getting in a big old air bubble pushed into your muscle will hurt yeah. as will anything else getting injected so yeah uh-huh. um can hurt a small amount of air or fluid like the amount in a shot won't necessarily hurt by itself it's usually a side effect of of medication being absorbed that causes pain in injection sites that's interesting hmm. thank you uh i think we responded right. directly to that listener but thank you for elucidating us on what what getting the air out of needles is all about now it's proper dosing no offense to our listeners but i don't know why smart people listen to podcast. <laughs> this is and i said this off mic uh to you this is the this is the i'm calling out all of our listeners you're too smart to be doing this oh yeah we have listeners who have written like good pieces that i that i respect and i'm like i'm sorry why are you listening to me just go but haven't you seen Heesui? She's so pretty. Look at her blush. Um, we appreciate each and every one of you. This is just consternation, mm-hmm. not like, please stop listening. <laughs> please don't stop listening. I need some excuse to continue doing this. And it's not going to be the money. Uh-huh. It's not the money not, the girls that I'm doing We're never going to. I'm doing it for the girls, Ben. <laughs> uh we're never gonna monetize this podcast not this not this part mm-hmm. we might do like a numaneko or higurashi we'd have to figure out how to split that up because that's those are so long <laughs> It'd be a nightmare fan we couldn't those would be each be like oh yeah we spent a year on higurashi one <laughs> now it would have to be a different type of podcast. Yeah. And we do, we only know one type of podcasting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now let's get into questions that aren't just... Then is that I can't play, like, that much Higurashi to do it much faster than we do this. Well, I mean, if you took less detailed notes, you could get through, like, three times as many games. Taking the notes isn't the thing that takes so long, you know? Is it not? It it adds to it definitely, but like I type pretty fast at this point. Okay. 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 What's our first question? Uh, really, question. Vivian. Vivian is one Vivian's of got a lot of questions for our us. wonderful listeners who wrote in like four questions. Thank you. you Vivian. Hit all the Vivian questions. All I together. think we'll we'll go in order of received. Order of received. Okay. 
Hi, Brave Explorers. If you had to pick the most cursed line so far you've come across in Skihime, what is it and why is it hot magma? Uh, also, <laughs> if these podcast episodes get shorter, we riot. I'm so sorry, Vivian. We're down to like a cool two hours last time. Christ, I, I forgot about this question and now I don't know what the worst line is. I think it's, I think mine is not actually, well, it's almost a sexing line. It's, uh, wait, you don't actually want to, or like, so you're not actually comfortable <laughs> having sex with your brother? You don't want to have sex with your brother anymore? Yeah, um, no, that's, that's probably it. Oh, jeez, yeah, um. It's like, it's hard okay, to. It's a kiha. You don't want to do it with your brother after all? That's the line. It's hard to to usurp the psychic damage that that does. Like even the the really bad um uh descriptions of uh sex are just like they're not they're not quite as bad as um uh. Okay. Uh how about from the Akiha sex scene? I'm just picking this completely off of um what I have available to me. I put my face down close to her delicate pink folds and take a deep satisfying whiff. <laughs> oh! How's that one? <sighs> really the whole Akiha scene. I could just rattle them off uh like a never-ending nightmare. Yeah, I think for me it's the it's the it's the temptation of oh no, you knew that no one wanted this, and yet you kept going. <laughs> uh, okay, yeah, we just there's too many to pick from is the thing. Real quick one that is more of a meta question as to why I bleep out swears that I say, uh -huh. given one the content we're covering, and two that I don't bleep Ben swears. Well, you just think it's very funny, don't you? It's very funny, is the thing. Uh -huh. I also don't like listening to myself swear, uh -huh. and I'm not, and that means I don't want anyone else to hear me swear either. Yeah, uh, I sent this one in. I did not write this question. This this question was written by Capam Kapow on or what is her Twitter? It is Capam Kapow. Okay. Holostream's great. Holostream's great. Watch Holostream. Yeah. Unfortunately, only available from like October to early December every year. You could probably get it. You could probably watch it. Twitch VODs. Maybe not. No, I think it's I think it's timing out. Um Twitch VODs disappear really quickly. But So what's the question? Hey, how do vampires bank? What does the banking situation look like for a vampire? How do you avoid being marked as a fraudulent account if you live forever? This is a great question, and it plays into my many, many, many questions about Arcoid's castle and what is going on there. Uh-huh. Presumably she has some, like, servants who do the banking for her. I. That's the thing is, I think it's that you have servants, yeah. and you have the accounts in their names. Uh-huh. So none of it's actually under you. Uh-huh. Um... And yeah, you run the risk of them just running off with the money. Uh-huh. But like then they like, oh yeah, they they had a will. And so now it's not in their name anymore. It's in their like descendant or the the other servant that you hired. Um mm -hmm. the new batch of servants that you hired. Now they're the ones who have the the accounts in their names. The other possibility is that there is just like 
tons upon tons of gold in Arkwede's mansion. And when the mm. servants need to buy things, they just go out with a pocket full of gold coins. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> Interesting. Uh-huh. Does, does Arkwede need banks at all, really? Arkwede does it all on prepaid credit cards. Oh, my God. What a nightmare life. Arkwade lives. Uh-huh. Oh, definitely. It's not a fun Terrible. one. Terrible. Or, here's another thing. Arkwade could just hypnotize her way through any situation. Has she paid for anything in her life? Yes. The apartment. And also the hotel. Mm, I guess I guess she did say that she used money for that, didn't she? Yeah. She could presumably just talk to someone and suddenly have a hotel room yeah mm-hmm. I, I feel like she's more honest than that she's a rascal though oh she's yes mm-hmm. she's rascally i don't know that she's as as much of a rascal as you want her to be she's pretty rascally she's very rascally she would have broken those glasses in a heartbeat if she could have oh she wanted to break those glasses so bad you know how fucked she would have been if she broke those glasses nightmare ben he would have been dead his eyes would have ended his life in like three days he doesn't even make it to day 11 or 12 how whenever that route ends <sighs> another one from vivian, <laughs> vivian. bless you uh-huh. um something i've been wondering that didn't get covered in the route wrap up is that now you've completed both routes this was written apparently months ago when we just completed arc and cls uh-huh. uh ago at this point who would each of you rather have a long-term relationship with <laughs> i've read over these questions but mostly when they came in so i don't uh-huh. uh I don't remember this one at all okay looking forward to this the evolution of this question after the kiha route which will be the something holy trinity of mary kill thank you for your service and good luck with the kiha uh Thank you, Vivian. As you know, Akiha was sure was a route. Um, uh huh. Well, the thing is that no matter what you pick, you also have to kill Akiha because she's telling you to. Yeah. <laughs> I think. Uh, I think we just pick between Ark and CL, or should we pick through the whole thing? I think. Ooh. I mean the the um. I'm I'm gonna have to insert so many bleeps in this bit. Because me saying, f*** Mary Kill, uh, of Arkweed, Arkweed CL and Akiha, that's easy. It's uh-huh. kill Akiha. She wants that, yes. Sleep with Arkweed. Uh-huh. Too much energy for, and then marry CL. I think I would have to go with Akiha, or keep um, Arkweed over uh, CL. That's fair. I respect. I think I so. just like you're gonna you're gonna get so burned out, Ben. I would be very tired, but Arkwee is just very very good to have around. She's so cheerful, you know. Okay, but like, what if you woke up every morning to like fresh bread? The the actual thing is that I know the that I can make. Like, I don't like curry. I can make a pretty good curry. So see, I'll like yeah, sure. I wouldn't want to get curry all the time. I would. I yeah. But yeah, spaghetti, Ben. Yeah. You like spaghetti? No, I don't eat spaghetti either. Oh well, that's a bummer. I don't eat most kinds of noodle. I I would consider marrying Arkaweed if uh-huh. like she toned it down a couple of notches. I'm sure she will. 
Eventually. <laughs> like, after you die. <laughs> uh, that's fine. Yeah, cool. yeah. I'm gonna... You gotta kill Akiha. She, she's literally asking you to. Uh-huh. Oh, fuck CL and marry uh, Arcoid. Powerful. Of, of everyone, I think... Again, the, the trio doesn't work, but... Um, I think it's Mary Heesui for me. Like long-term relationship with Heesui. What? Oh, oh, Ben. Uh huh. Never mind. It's Kahaku. It's Kahaku because of the gaming. Yeah, Heesui. Here's the actual thing. Ah, uh, no, I couldn't do both of them. Mm-hmm. That Weird would be date sisters. Yeah, that would be weird. The real thing, of course, is that I'm already married. Yeah. <laughs> I love you. I've never heard of sex. <laughs> okay. Another question for the QA episode from Vivian. Hi, Vivian. That was the opening. It was another question for the Q&A episode. Uh-huh. Uh, you all have talked about how in Skihime you can see the roots for what will... Will be themes slash ideas that get explored across all future Type Moon properties. Stuff like transient nature of relationships. Mm-hmm. What's the point of being alive? Wanting to f- monster girls, etc. Real quick. Yes. We might just have Ben read question emails next time. You get really tongue tied. Yes. One, I get really tongue tied. This is problem i have in japanese class all the time and then i try to read anything in english out loud and i'm like oh yeah no i just can't do this i just can't like read and talk at the same time um if i keep reading them i'm begging you don't put swears in them because it just makes my my future work harder (laughs) i'm wondering about the opposite what things are present in um fate slash type moon stuff now that are completely absent in in skihime uh Huh. And then if you were to have played Skihime first with no knowledge or context of anywhere Type Moon would end up going, what would you be most surprised to see as a staple of Type Moon media in its present form? Okay, this is an interesting <sighs> question. I there's too much to really like comprehensively cover, but here's uh-huh. a big one. Tsukihime is not a video game in the same way that Fate is a video game. How do you mean? True ancestors don't, right now, they don't have stats and special moves quite in the same <laughs> way that servants do. Yeah. See, Fate, Fate Stay Night and like going forward feels extremely like it was purpose built to be an RPG gotcha game. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, and all of that's completely out. Like, Tsukihime is so much looser. It doesn't really feel like that kind of thing at all. Yeah. To me. Like, yeah, we got. Uh, Arcui does have a super super move, right? The mm-hmm. Marble Phantasm, but it just doesn't. It's not the same kind of vibe. Yeah, like I Stay Night has stat sheets for all the characters, right? Mm-hmm. Even though that has nothing to do with the game and is just for flavor. Uh-huh. Uh huh. But it makes it feel like it makes it feel more like it was an RPG to start, right? Uh huh. And so that like RPG-ness is something that I would not have seen coming if I had played Tsukihime first. I think a little facetiously, like Stay Night characters is the answer. 
that like yeah i think there are some things that don't have any any stay night characters that are like fate works but are entirely different like apocrypha so. uh-huh oh you mean like how but shinji and sakura and everything yeah forward shinji sakura archer shiro shinji shinji's not in as much stuff no i guess yeah he's in a decent amount he's but... not grand order He's Although in craft he's, essences. It's true. He's not character. Um, yeah, there's no character. Like Sakura, Rin, Shiro, Archer yeah. end up being like mainstays of a lot of works mm-hmm, going mm-hmm, forward. Mm-hmm. Um and there are I think we'll get to some stuff that doesn't have them, mm-hmm. but certainly the most popular stuff mm-hmm. has is like, oh yeah, what are the characters that you like? Let's stick them in there. Yeah, yeah. Which is I guess kind of a thing of like this feels like a fan not a fan project because it's nasu and takeuchi and someone you always kind of feel like but (laughs) it feels like a dojin circle Uh uh-huh now grand order feels like polished and certainly early on was like oh no what are the what are the servants you like let's stick them in here please come play our game Uh uh-huh um which is like very much not the the type moon mood mm-hmm. oeuvre that we see right now yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, what, we got any other ideas for this read me the question again just for me uh i'll read the like yeah if you were to have played skihime first with no knowledge or context of any other type moon or of uh, with no knowledge or context of anywhere type moon would end up going what would be the what would you be most surprised to see as a staple of type moon media in its present form gender like weird gender fucky characters i guess there's even a little bit of that in tsukime though because of cl and roa i guess like it's not very it's not that present but mm. it wouldn't completely catch me off guard although how gay it gets maybe yeah but then again we have kohaku and akiha which however fucked it is they definitely had sex at least once in that game Uh uh-huh i uh huh yeah i don't know this is a hard one yeah i think it's partially because like it's hard to like say like okay i'm just gonna excise this from my memory for a second yeah Mm -hmm. um my also that like we, I was looking at the list of upcoming stuff. There's a lot of stuff that I have not touched mm-hmm. uh, that we are going to that's touch. Exciting. And, like, that's very exciting. It also means that, like, I don't know how much the the stuff I have read mm-hmm. or played uh, has those staples because it is popular mm-hmm. versus, like, oh, those are actually just staples ongoing. Mm-hmm. Like servants is kind of the answer but like that's the fate universe not the skihime universe yeah, yeah, yeah. um i think i would be maybe surprised by how absent true ancestors are for most of it yeah but also the the far side really just doesn't have true ancestors at all uh-huh uh-huh yeah i guess yeah that's that's another answer is that like the tone shifting back towards near side like we discussed in the kohaku episode yeah is another thing that would maybe be uh, a little bit surprising for me this is like there is a 
there's a move towards in some works at least more world shattering stuff uh-huh. but i feel like we talked about it like, action-y, early especially on especially in anime it's very like more action focused i think that would probably like throw me if i had played Tsukihime and then like watched a fate anime or something like that i might be a little like what is this you know uh-huh like oh there's bits of stuff i like in here but i don't know about this i the Such thing a, is it's basically a show Un- unlimited blades works as a shonen that's so disappointing ben you don't have to ruin it for me like months before we get there years years i guess if we're doing it's not quite a shonen but like it has like shonen energy yeah uh-huh and like uh-huh. so does other stuff in fate but not tsukime kind of does but it's so i think the fight scenes weird. are great yeah uh not to call anyone out but i was reading someone reading through like their re- responses to you love uh, to call people out on this podcast. stay night and them saying that like the fight scenes were like poorly written and i was like i i guess i understand what you're saying but like i think they're great mm-hmm. they have such like a like a kinetic energy to them mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that is maybe just like oh i just don't read stuff with a lot of fight scenes in it mm-hmm. and so if you did you'd be like oh these are boring fight scenes mm. um i don't know it's interesting i feel like i've read plenty of things with fight scenes in them and i find the like Tsukihime fight scenes at least interesting. Mm-hmm. Hmm. There's some great. Yeah, we'll get there when we get there. All right, let's get another question from. Uh, okay. Uh, hello, my guides through fate. For this email, I have one simple question: For each member of the main cast of Tsukihime, what game would they play? As extra context, please indicate approximately how good they'd be at those games. As a bonus question, does Shiki see the lines in video games and do they provide an advantage? Thanks for all the pods. See you in the next route, Gary. Uh, I think that we answered this at one point, like accidentally with Peregrine. Talk about video games or we talk about sodas with what soda they drink? I thought that we said like, here are the games that everyone would play. Uh, Heesui plays like 17 gacha games. He plays gotcha games, you're saying? Yeah. Okay, okay. She just likes uh, the little JPEGs. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, she also has, like, since uh, since uh, her and Kahaku unionized, uh, they have way better work hours now. Mm-hmm. So she has a lot of free time to just, like, hang out and I... cuddle with Shiki. And... Uh-huh. I do think post-Kohaku route... Uh, Hisui and Akiha have bonded over Fortnite. Oh no. <laughs> Akiha this is, is hell. Gamer, I think. Yeah, that makes sense to uh-huh, me. Uh-huh. Um, Kohaku plays Among Us. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> She's terrifyingly good at it. <laughs> is the thing. It's really uncomfortable actually. Kaku Kaku's always the one coming home with like, oh hey guys, did you know about this new werewolf like uh-huh. that like just came out? Everyone's like, no, hadn't heard about it. <laughs> it's like you should be able to get her because you know that she's uh like really good at lying, but you just can't tell. Uh huh. Oh, um, she also plays. Um, give me what's a 
not a battle real quick what's it what? i i i realized that we should also be saying how good people are at these oh, games right. so he's we has to occasionally come beg kahaku for a little bit of whale money uh-huh, um, uh-huh. she doesn't care about tactics so much as she just wants cute characters uh-huh, uh-huh. uh he's- Akiha bad Akiha's terrible at any video game that she plays and it makes her mad yeah the thing is is that she goes in prepared to be mad yes she's like which, i can do this which I'm like she can't mature. she can't focus on like being good at controls or anything loses and then gets mad and then is like this game is dumb mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. never playing this again says right before like it's 2 a.m and uh-huh he we uh just really likes the building in Fortnite. <laughs> uh-huh. But no one will play the other mode where it's just building. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Um Kaku, yeah, we said is frighteningly good at any kind of uh I also think like hidden information plays. game. Uh I think she's also a sniper in first person shooters. Oh yeah. What's that one? Not Titanfall. What's the one by the Titanfall people? That's like, uh, uh, Apex. Apex. Yeah. I think she's like top tier Apex player. Oh yeah. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Um. Let's see. So who Shiki? What does Shiki play? What does Shiki play? I feel like like I like the well, idea. Fen Shiki doesn't particularly like or dislike any games. Yeah. <laughs> or foods or <laughs> types of books or subjects in school. He's always pulling that. Is he? Yeah. That's like literally a line of his. Is I don't particularly like or dislike any kind of food. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh, uh-huh. It feels like so much more of a Kahaku line, but... <laughs> which is why I was like, that can't be Shiki. That's, that's Kahaku's Shiki. whole that's deal. Uh, uh, okay, tell me, tell me what you think Shiki plays. Oh... You know what it is? Is it's um like any co-op game with Arahiko. Mm-hmm. He doesn't really like. Not all co-op games are this, but a lot of them are like kind of primarily you're there to hang out with your buddy, yeah. and the the game is incidental. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, couch co-op. She likes couch co-op. He doesn't really play games on his own. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh, uh-huh. He uh yeah. I guess yeah. Are we going with like harem ending? They're all his girlfriend except for Akiha. Um, <laughs> I don't know. At least they're we're going K- uh, Kagetsu Toya version at least, where everyone's just around at least. Okay. Uh, I think like yeah, Kahaku got a Switch and has been playing through mm-hmm. uh, Mario Odyssey with him, mm-hmm. but like with the okay, you're the cap and you can uh-huh. just like go over there and do your little thing and then I'm gonna go over here and like actually beat the video game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he he enjoys that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Um Who are we missing? Arcoid is bad at every game because she gets too excited. Uh-huh. She's she's just like overjoyed about ooh no I think hmm I think she plays a lot of uh uh like walking simulators or the only game that she can play mm-hmm. to completion because because that you know she just likes like exploring mm-hmm. finding out new things and she can't die in those I feel like Arcoid would be like a streamer who streams for like five people and like her mic is really bad and she just plays games and gets bored of them halfway through that checks out 
and then hops on the like oh yeah cool we're doing apex now uh-huh. and like here i am with uh who does she who does she stream apex with is it cl cl uh kahaku uh-huh. and who's their fourth i think CL- chaos well <laughs> I think that Chaos probably plays MOBAs as to the entire team. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Chaos plays 5v, 5v5, but the five are Chaos. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. There's <laughs> a fucking puppy at the <laughs> computer. <laughs> uh, they have incredible communication. Yeah, Just, like, yeah, great yeah. teamwork. Oh, yeah. Flawless teamwork. Not the best dexterity, uh-huh. but... Roa big into like four X's. Anything where Roa can like be a colonizer. Uh-huh. New World. Is that the Amazon? Oh yeah. Um Roa big into cryptocurrency. Oh yeah. <laughs> Roa is in some ways on the blockchain. <laughs> Soul wise. I hate this. <laughs> I don't I don't like this, Ben. You can bring your items from one video game to the next. No. It's the future. No, thank you. <laughs> um, CL, uh, I think she really enjoys Cooking Mama. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Also couch co-op games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where it's like, like overcooked. I think like, you could have a real fun Tono Mansion like game night, you know? Oh yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Who plays hmm. Who's the who plays indie games? Uh, who plays indie games and who plays like hundred hour long JRPGs? Who's the JRPG gamer? Oh, the other thing that the thing is other Shiki solely plays Aroge games. Like Aroge dating <laughs> uh, sims. Uh-huh, uh-huh. His only requirement is that there's a sister route. Oh, fan, no, that's too real. <laughs> um, I think Adihiko plays, like, really cool indie games, and you wouldn't expect it from him, you know mm. what I mean? But he always knows, like, the best, like, games you've never heard of. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> Who are we missing? Yumizuka? Is Yumizuka the one who's like half paying attention to the JRPG and keeping one eye on Shiki hmm. in class? I don't know. I don't know if she's a JRPG kind of girl. Is she similar to Shiki and then she just plays Otome games and hmm. like just thinks of everyone as Shiki? She. <laughs> she's practicing. She really liked uh, Doki Doki Literature Club. <laughs> She won't, you know, she won't stop talking about it now. Yeah, she won't stop talking about how like different and inventive it is. That's a lie. It's really like no other game. It's just like, it's like, what if visual novels were good? As a connoisseur of dating sims, she would be, she would throw that in the trash and say like, no, here's a better game. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, uh, oh, she might play that, um, what is that, stop... And it's not style savvy, but there's some like dress up love Nikki. Yeah. Like, dress up game. Oh, yeah. Play as like a member of like a fallen state or whatever. And you dress uh-huh. up with handguns. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like the frilliest doll game you've ever seen. But also you have to like 
communicate oppression through your dress or whatever. Perfect. Very um, strange game. Um, mm-hmm. Yumizuka would play that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, do we have anyone else that we're missing? Aoko? Aoko. Aoko would play JRPGs. Yeah. She does, a lot of, JRPGs. she does a lot of traveling. She had a Vita, is super bummed that the Vita is like no longer getting all the latest visual novels and JRPGs. Uh-huh. Um, she spends a lot of time away from home. Mm-hmm. She has a Switch, but it's not as good. And I think that Shiki just sees lines on the TV and it's really inconvenient. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it would be really wild if Shiki could stab the villain of a video game and then the <laughs> villain ceased existing from all copies of that video game. That would be sick. Oh, <laughs> What if Shiki could destroy Mickey Mouse? <laughs> that would be incredible. Mm-hmm. I don't remember where this question came from. Does a vampire in do do Did you say who re- who gave us that question? That was Gary. Yeah, yeah. Thanks, Gary. Thank you. Gary wrote in a couple other questions. Uh, We're eternally grateful for uh-huh. any for, for really for all our listeners, especially people who gave us fodder to just like talk like this. Uh-huh. I hope you're Damn. enjoying yourself. Uh you dear listener. This is going to be such a long episode. How long are we going? We're at two hours. That's not that bad. We have like at least half an hour of clips. Mm-hmm. That's not too bad either. I might have more like, I guess, yeah, even like an hour. That's only three, three and a half. Hit me with the next question. Okay. You don't know who this is from? I sent it in. Uh, I think I copied it from a tweet or something, uh-huh. but... We, yeah, this is what, when we were, like, sending ourselves fake questions to fill time when we thought we would get zero questions. Uh-huh. Uh, do Tsukihime vampires use their teeth like straws? Hmm. Like, the, are the teeth hollow and they suck it up through Yeah, the uh-huh. Because if, if the teeth hmm. are embedded in the wound, there's not, like, blood coming out of there very much. I think the thing is that Tsukihime vampires are sexier than that, and they're, like, licking the blood. Okay. So you're saying you you bite, and then you let go, and then you just, like, lap at the blood uh-huh. like a dog. Not like a dog, fan, but, like, in a sexy way. <laughs> <laughs> See, I just like the idea of uh, Arcoid biting me, and then her teeth just kind of, like... <laughs> like mosquito kind of situation. Yeah, uh-huh. I I would still be hot. Uh-huh, Listen, uh-huh. see, I think the problem with with Arcweed specifically is that she just takes out a whole chunk, and then there's plenty of blood. That's fair. <laughs> I feel like that's the actual answer. Is like they're messier. They're too yeah messy yeah. They all take out chunks. Uh huh. Chaos is just like a chunk, but what if the whole body? <laughs> Uh, a human being is just one big chunk, if you think about it. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh, uh-huh. The phrase Mechahisui activated my brain. Uh, hello, folks. This one's also from Gary. Uh-huh. Uh, hearing the words Mechahisui instantly crystallized a question in my mind. I don't know if you watch much any Mecha shows, but I'm sure your responses will be entertaining nonetheless. In answer to that, uh, we are going to watch Gundam soon. Uh, I, I'm an avid Great Gundam Project listener, 
never seen a Gundam all the way through. I have seen Hoyt's MS Team, I think. Uh, um, that's my only Gundam. Uh, I've seen... We're going to watch the Universal Century Gundams. Uh, what's... Uh, what should I call it? Um, I saw... SSSS Gridman and Dinesanon are like... Oh, yeah. They are... There's mechs in them. There's mechs, but they're not like really mech shows. Unlike other mech shows. <laughs> the characters. <sighs> You can't keep doing this, but um, yeah, I haven't really seen that much. We we're, we're watching Big O. Oh yeah, Big O rules. Because good, <laughs> Ben's not sold. I love Big O. I love I love Dorothy. Uh huh. I don't know that like we're five episodes out uh-huh. from the end. I don't know if they can like wrap it up in a in a convincing and like mm-hmm. satisfying way. We'll see. Uh, okay, to the questions. Uh, if each what of the... What is really big? What? What if Mechahisui is very big? She should be. She should be. Uh, if each of the Tsukihime pilots, or characters, were mech pilots, what would they pilot, and what would they say as they launch? Oh, shit. I, uh, this one I should have done homework for. Yeah, we might have to come back to this one after we've watched some Gundam and other stuff. Huh. I think, uh... He or Gary does say you can either use existing mechs or just make up ideas for what they'd be. Um, I we might have to come back for this. We one. have to come back to this one. I think it'll be good. We'll we should like Fen put it back this email back into our unanswered folder and we'll do it with Kagetsu Toya or something like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do we have any that we can think of? Just as as a teaser for our eventual. Hmm. I'm so bad at like I I feel like Hisui's launch is like I'll do my best. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which which okay, which uh Tsukihime character is most likely to pilot a divine from Oh. podcast Friends at the Table. The which divine one's most likely to pilot a divine. Mm-hmm. I mean Roa. Roa. What's Roa's divine? I almost want to say independence. That's not quite it. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. That vibe of like mm-hmm. I, lust is the actual answer. <laughs> I don't know if there's a divine. The divine of lust. horny. <laughs> um, uh-huh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't, yeah, Roa sucks. <laughs> Fuck you, Roa. In terms of like nicer characters mm-hmm. i think it's probably a kiha a kiha piloting a divine i can see that she has that like haughty mm-hmm. i was born for this mm-hmm. of course i deserve this honor mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. uh a key uh, on the other hand though a kiha would pilot a mech called the noblesse oblige hate her so much <laughs> Okay, okay. We'll come back to this one with a better with better answers cuz I do really like it. Yeah, it's a great question. I'm so sorry, Gary, that we we're so tired already and we've only been doing this today. I'm not tired so much as I'm like I'm tired. I want to take a nap. Okay. Uh okay, this one from Sage. Um Woodswake on Twitter. W yeah, Woodswake on Twitter. Um, hello, Duo Kihime. Like, Duo Kihime. 
I'm really enjoying the podcast and laugh every time you apologize for the length because long discussions are what I live for. Side note, I never appreciated how much work a long podcast was. I also love long podcasts. I had no idea how much work they are before I was on this side of the microphone going, Oh no, this is hell. And that's why we're committed to bringing you even longer podcasts in the future. We're gonna, Someone's got to do it. We're doing, we've had a like series of short ones. I think we're going to get back to like three hours is our, our yeah. desired length. Yeah. Um, well, for stay night is definitely going to be long ones. And then I bet you the next one that's going to be long ones is going to be like Grand Order or Mahotsukai no Yuki. Yeah. The actual thing is that like when we're watching anime, we might go weekly and yeah. do like two episodes a week. So those aren't going to be super long, but they will be more frequent. Yeah. For Kata no Kyokai, we're definitely going to do like one a week. One a week. Yeah. Those are going to be fascinating. Oh, yeah. Can't so wait to get there. Uh, it's it's of a yeah it's of a pair with me with ranged touches just king things two people willing to get their metaphorical hands dirty and dig deep into the long-running body of work it's really messy and has some seriously interesting ideas hidden That's inside so flattering those i the just king things guys are so much smarter than me. <laughs> that's the thing is like i appreciate the comparison i have like dfa in some ways uh, I feel this way about uh, us and Homestuck Made This World. Same dudes. Same dude. Um, which is like, oh yeah, yeah, there is some good in here. There's also a lot of like boring. It's more boring in terms of Homestuck, although also there's definitely like, damn, really a lot of like racist con content early on. Um, but it's just like. These are two academics who, like, uh-huh. know what the hell they're talking about. Exactly what I was thinking when we started this podcast was, like, I want to do a Just King thing. Uh-huh. I want to do a Great Gundam project. Yeah. I just, like, I am I am a software engineer. I have zero training in, like, literary analysis. Great brain on you, though. Um, I try. Mm-hmm. Most... As listeners know, most of my brain is consumed by, but isn't it cute when he sweet blushes? <laughs> anyway, thank you for the for the praise. I, I don't want to put us down too much because I oh. do think that like, yeah, we do a good job. We do a good job. But we're just like, we're not academics. We don't, I, I don't, I can feel myself developing the more like critical where do you work at? parts of fate moon archive parts of this podcast and like getting better at digging into stuff yeah. but it's definitely like i'm sure that listeners are yelling at us all the time about like no you missed this really like crucial thing that is like here is what the emotional core of this route is and like how could you miss that and I don't know if I I don't know if I believe that we've missed anything <laughs> with how in, how fine tooth a comb I've I don't put. mean like but I mean like, like missed in terms of forest for the trees yeah, missed yeah. that's possible like I have a I went to art school I've done critique I've done like media analysis type stuff for a few years <laughs> uh-huh. but I, I'm not like uh I I do my best. Yeah, I think our enthusiasm carries us, and also our homosexuality. <laughs> <laughs> Those are both great going for us. Uh, back to the question. Oh, there's uh, a question in here. Okay. Oh yeah, there are three of them actually. Okay. Three questions for you, only one of which is relevant to the scheme itself. So feel free to skip the others as needed. 
we could never skip a question. Well, we could if it has spoilers for future stuff we're not talked about. Okay. But um, first, how do you plan on tackling Fate Grand Order, assuming it's still running when you get to it in the content timeline? That's, we will talk uh, about that next episode, actually. Let's send a shiver of fear through my heart because I can't handle Grand Order shutting down. Uh-huh. That's going to be hell. I just mean in terms of... Uh, this is a, I'll say it again at the end, but our next episode is going to be... We have a master list of things that Type Moon has worked on slash are in the um, in the Nasuverse, I guess. The Uber, including, um, including a couple things that were written by Nasu that I think are tent- tentative. Yeah, but we really do want to play. What is it? Four twenty eight. Yeah, should we use Scramble? <laughs> yeah. Um, and so uh, we will talk about how we're going to cover stuff and what we are covering and what we aren't very soon yeah because we need to stall for time while we get (laughs) our act together for more episodes well yeah uh we'll say more at the end um second do you have any ideas about the order you're planning to go in also at the end Mm -hmm. we will Mm -hmm. we will of this or i guess really at the end of this episode we'll say again that next episode will be hey here is a here is the order that we're going in Uh and why the simple answer is generally chronological yes but we're probably not going to play every version Chron- of everything well chronological by release order yes yes sorry important yeah um uh, we're not gonna be playing every version of everything so we might not do like the the game the manga the anime you know what i mean especially yeah mm-hmm. i think more of our interest is in how does uh the ideas like that start here mm-hmm. or really in K and K, but um and earlier. Which we've already but skipped, so it kind of throws our cro- uh release order out the window. Skipped, but, but we'll be coming back to. Yes, we will. Um how did how do those develop over time? Mm-hmm. And we don't necessarily need to do like every version of a thing, especially when the canonical one that we're interested in is a visual novel. We don't then also need to go read the manga adaptation of it. Yeah. Cause I don't, I don't, I can't say for certain, but Nasu is busy enough that I doubt that he is overseeing the like manga adaptation of all of his works. Yeah. But um, we might do like, we will be doing like the anime for Stay Night just to, because the adaptation is interesting there. Yeah. That's yeah. a lot of people's introduction to Fate stuff is yeah. animes, which um, is maybe not the best introduction to Fate, but. Back to the question. I'd love to see a roadmap, even a tentative one to get an idea of the order things and what you are aren't planning on covering again we will uh at at the end of by the end of next episode we will have created a uh not even tentative but like pretty solid list of mm-hmm. here's what we're covering and here's the order we're doing it in yes yes um there's like some deviation from chronological order Ugh. there's some devi- deviation from release order uh when it comes, when to, it comes to like hey this is really only available in japanese and mm-hmm. we would have had to do it already or um you know sooner than we're comfortable doing an entire thing in japanese yeah. and if we come to something that's like oh this was released over a long period of time we'll probably do it all at once when the the first part of it was released yeah is generally the plan yeah or yeah i think foxtail is like an interesting one of those there are a couple of ongoing there's a couple of really interesting like ongoing things that are like oh this is like years and years and years years long like when we do grand order we're probably going to do arc one as a chunk yeah and then when and then 1.5 and then 
do that as a chunk. Yeah. That'll be an interesting that'll be an interesting chunk of time when we do Epic of Remnant. Yeah. Um I think uh, yeah, we'll see how episodes go there. I think Epic of Remnant might be where we start doing um not yeah, like release order but on a per chapter basis. I think there's probably enough in each of those chapters that we could dig into. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. Uh, probably one episode a chapter for those. Yeah, yeah. I don't think that... I just... Aside from Agartha, which I just don't... We'll have to talk about Agartha. I know. Uh, okay. As to my as to the Tsukihime question, if you were given full editing control over Tsukihime, what would you change and how? Assume NASA was willing to make changes you suggest in the scenario up to including changing Shiki's gender, changing the story not to be a romance visual novel, or removing Shiki, Shiki entirely, for instance. Uh, or for example, uh, I think that it's a given that you would choose to remove the gross stuff that really doesn't need to be there, but beyond that, how would you edit Tsukihime to bring out the best in both its overall story and themes and individual routes? Thank you for all you're doing. Take care of your voices. They're echoing through the digital sea to reach us, Sage. <laughs> Great. Thank you. Um, okay. <laughs> Great sign-off. Yeah. Then how would you change Tsukihime? Because my knee-jerk answer is I wouldn't because I'm a writer and I wouldn't do that. <laughs> Uh, and my second answer is, I would love to see the version of it where uh, girl Shiki from Karno Kyokai is the protagonist. And nothing else changes. Um, Not even... No- well, <laughs> I wouldn't stop it from being a romance game because yeah. I like that part of it. I think for me, it's like, it's very small cuts. Uh-huh. It's like, hey, apply the same logic to the Kahaku sex scene everywhere. Yeah, that'd be great. Just like, yeah. Um, like I would love to do a sensitivity read for Nasu. Yeah, I think that's most of the stuff. Is like, hey, maybe don't say like, oh yeah, Makihisa has uh, BPD. That's why he goes around and kills people. Um, even though we know that's not true, it's still like a you don't gotta say it like that. Yeah, uh, I think it's stuff like it's stuff around that that is. I don't know that I would change. The thing is, is. I think that there's probably there's probably like stuff in the middle of routes like the first three routes especially kind of drag in the middle uh-huh. and I'm sure that I'm sure that there's a way to either like add more there to make that more interesting mm. or like do something that isn't just oh now we're in the middle like 5 days of the route nothing's really going to happen it's kind of yeah. it's just going to be like a lot of uh samey stuff that you've already seen or it feels like you've already seen my guess is how that's handled in the remake which we will get to eventually is there's just more characters yeah so there's more stuff happening around um so yeah i i i wouldn't change too much about tsukihime because of how how rough it is is part of its charm for me yeah and like like i said sensitivity read would love that maybe take out uh the one thing that i would uh really (laughs) maybe akiha doesn't need a sex scene oh yeah okay you say that i'm not here to defend the akiha sex scene there is one part except for the bit where her pillow talk is hey i know we're having sex but i'm gonna need you to kill me will you kill me (laughs) and second question do you want to keep fucking your foot? <laughs> um, that's the one good part of that. I yeah, think I know. you're the, right. The other thing is like that out because 
that bit is at least interesting. Yeah. Um, I would remove the CGs from sexual assault, like there optional sexual assault stuff. Uh-huh. Is like, don't, I, I don't think that it. I guess that is counted in the, obviously the very grossest of stuff you would take out. Yeah, but I think it's like a, I don't want to say like, no, sexual assault is entirely off limits for this game, but don't incentivize it the way that the game does. Don't reward you for like, oh yeah, you didn't want to respect Arcoid's consent, Mm -hmm. therefore we're going to give you more. Yeah, Um, yeah. You're, you're completely right about that. But yeah, I think honestly like part of the thing is part of the problem is that like we're both fans of fate so sometimes for me at least mm-hmm. i will i will talk for myself uh i know fate is like the one thing that is like okay i will level i will agree with a lot of criticisms of it mm-hmm. uh a lot of my reading and i guess earlier on i was way more like don't i literally said don't play along with us yeah uh-huh. um uh i think there's an an element of oh yeah but a lot of this is just like good i don't Uh i don't i think yeah i think as you're saying ben uh cutting too much would remove even if it's even if each individual cut feels justified and fine would remove a lot of what makes this game special there is one thing that i thought of um nasu it's okay if they're just gay sometimes Oh, yeah. Like, the whole bit with Kohaku and Akiha, again, totally fucked ship, but you don't have to just completely devalue them, whatever they've got going on at, at every turn, right? Uh-huh. It's going to be a reoccurring thing with Fate, is that where it's like, Fate gets a lot gayer, but, you know, they could just be gay, you know? You don't have to hedge so much. Yeah. So that that's a change that I would make. Like, you don't yeah. have to hedge... With the gender stuff and the the like gay stuff. Let Shiki wear a ribbon. Let Shiki wear that ribbon. I bet he'd make a cute girl. Well, yeah, probably. We both know, Ben, that it's cuter when a girl kills someone with mystic eyes of death perception than when a boy does. That's true. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. That's an an interesting question. I think that um. I lost my train of thought there. <laughs> but that's yeah. generally how I feel. I wouldn't change too, too much, personally. I think, yeah, the thing is, is like, uh, instead of editing Tsukihime, if it's, okay, you get to help Nasu make the remake, mm. I would have very different opinions. Mm-hmm. But, like, I don't, I don't want to lose too much of the game that we played, because mm-hmm. I think a lot of it is great. Yeah, uh-huh. I think if if I if he was taking my feedback, I would say, "Hey, wouldn't it be sick if uh Ishiki was the protagonist?" Uh-huh. And and like, yeah, it was still like a romance-based VN with girls. With girls, I don't know. You could have an Arahiko route. I would be overjoyed with an Arahiko route. Uh-huh. Um, but like, I would have way more things that are like, "Hey, for instance." come up with a, a strong thematic core for each route, stick with it, and have characters talk about it. Like, uh-huh. that is... It's stuff that he'll just get better at. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, mm-hmm. just... After this, I feel like... I, I can't say directly after this, but... Um, How old was Nasu when he made this game? I'm not sure. How old is he now? 
That's a good question. 21 years less old than he is now? He's 48. So he's 27? Yeah. Huh. Younger than me. But I think that that's the thing is like talking about a remake lets me be in the space of okay what are the what are the things from that original that you're like interested in exploring that it didn't go far enough with mm-hmm. or that you want to comment on about the original um mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But there's like so much more space there that it's almost over honestly it's almost overwhelming thinking yeah. about like how do you how do you capital r remake like uh ff7 remake uh from the ground up like okay we're telling a story that is not only different but is also like explicitly uh involved in the original telling of this thing yeah yeah um which from what i have seen is where uh tsukihime remake is is more of that than just oh yeah here's like more or less the same story but with more content Mm -hmm. um i could be wrong but we'll get there in years and years too many years fun hey ben and ben he may remake now yeah honestly not i mean literally we could literally take us well we could it would just take us a very long time we would have to basically be translating it on the fly because i can't like read a sentence straight yeah um my problem with translation is like even if i can mostly get it I do the thing where I'm like, nope, I'm going to sit down and like diagram the sentence and write it out in English just to make sure that like I fully understand. Um, hey, Ben and Fen, what's your favorite episode of the anime about Arihiko gatecrashing groups of elderly sightseers? <laughs> Mine is the one where uh, Arihiko gets the grumpy old man to reconcile with the queer his queer grandchild and they have a tearful reunion, especially the way it ends with Arihiko calling to tell Shiki the whole story. Thanks for your consideration, Gary. Thanks again, Gary. My favorite episode is when it is uh, one of the seniors from the group's mm-hmm. 122nd birthday, and they get a really big cake, and Arihiko pops out of it. <laughs> <laughs> and the guy has a heart attack, but Arihiko rushes to action and like performs CPR perfectly, resuscitating him in mere minutes. I think my favorite, <laughs> my favorite episode is um, the one where... It's set up as a murder mystery within the nursing home. Uh-huh. Um, and then at the end, loop. <laughs> um, and at the end, like Arihiko and all the staff come out and um, are like, okay, haha. Like none of the seniors die. It's all just uh-huh. like a setup for them to like help solve the case. Yeah. Uh, and all the staff at the end, like, you know, get up and take a bow and are like, hey, it wasn't that fun. Um, yeah it's just really like cute heartwarming it starts off as like a horror because you're like oh no who's gonna die next Uh uh-huh um yeah it's Uh just a really fun episode yeah no it's really it's such a heartfelt series you know what i mean yeah hey folks if you could take a character from anything else who would you add to tsukihime as an additional route to the game or to replace shiki as the protagonist thanks for all the fate gary Gary, just with bangers of questions. Uh, From anything else. Yeah. Yeah. 
Uh, an additional route. I feel like the thing is just like it's Arihiko. He's already there. He's already there. Um, if we want like truly wild answers, well, Fen, what about Saber? Well, okay. I don't. She's in Melty Blood. Hmm. <laughs> you can't just put Saber in everything. Yeah, you can. But I wouldn't say no to. Okay, Ben. Here's the thing. Mm-hmm. That's my answer to B. The protagonist is no longer Tonoshiki. It's Saber. It's Saber. <laughs> she doesn't even have mystic eyes of death perception. Well, now, can we say... We've said this one before, but Mace Windu. <laughs> <laughs> and nothing else is different. I feel like... Okay, here's the thing, Ben. That would drastically change the story. Yes. Even if, like, the physical setup is the same. Uh Uh-huh. It's Shiki, except that he's been body-swapped with Mace Windu. Uh Uh-huh. No, I think it's just Mace Windu completely. I Sorry, that's what I mean. It's like, we... Mace Windu is a drop-in replacement. Uh Uh-huh. But Mace Windu's, like, whole deal is so different from Shiki's Uh uh that I think the story just goes off the rails. Uh Uh-huh. It would be a joy to watch, I guess. Well, isn't Mace Windu's whole thing being like, oh, I see that things are going wrong, but I'm just going to wait it out and hope it goes okay. I think he tries to, to <laughs> like, fix things, but he's not very good at it is the problem. Uh, I don't know that much about Star Wars is, the, is my secret. Hmm. <laughs> Listen to... Uh, excellent clone wars podcast a more civilized age thing, another right? one of these yeah yeah but be- again better than ours I, I feel more more comfortable comparing us to to clone wars than to mm-hmm. um just king things mm-hmm. if only because like there are other normal people on a more civilized age uh not everyone there is an academic so um what was the question again? Anyone, any character from anything. My problem is that like we're a fate podcast because we love fate a whole bunch. Mm-hmm. So it's hard to think about like, oh, who do I want from outside of this to come in and like, mm-hmm. it would be, it would be very funny to have uh, Shiki replaced with like protagonist in a uh, relatively mundane Yuri series, <laughs> like like the the platonic ideal of Yuri protagonist who is uh-huh. shy and like really pretty, but not as pretty as the the uh-huh. cutest girls in uh-huh. class. Um, that would be a joy. Just, <laughs> uh huh. I yeah, would read that. Right? Yeah. <sighs> Let's just make Yumizuka the protagonist. Yeah. I think that's the other answer is like, oh, yeah, there are two easy added routes and it's Yumizuka and Arihiko and they're already in the game. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, Forbidden Alka route. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. No, bad. No. That's why I said it's forbidden. Fam. I think if we if we free it from the there has to be a sex scene, mm-hmm. that's a very different proposition. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But like. Oh no, you met when he was nine. I don't want to know. <laughs> a funny thing about Alco 
Ooh. What? You know what? Ooh. What? I would I would love a phosphophyllite false from Land of the Lusterous Route. Oh, okay. What? How does Shiki like interact with someone who can shatter at any moment, but also who can just be put back together? Like, mm. what does it look like to interact with someone who, whose death question mark is like always close at hand, but also it's never really death because you just you you put the pieces back together and it's fine. That's a really interesting cut. I wouldn't have gotten there. Land of the Lustrous rules gotta... is the thing. Uh-huh. Um, the 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 anime is great just for how like strikingly gorgeous it is. Uh huh. Um, and then the manga's all, manga is great. It's hard to go to the manga second, so I'd recommend the manga first, even though it's on indefinite hiatus. Manga's also just love do you think if you swapped how how do you think they would fare if you swapped protagonists between fate stay night and tsukihime oh god i feel like shiro would die <laughs> i think shiki would be fine i think shiki would be okay i think shiro shiki would, would do better honestly <laughs> shiro would absolutely die because he doesn't have special eyes ben he does have powers yeah but not like shiki does yeah it's funny to think that, like, everyone else besides the protagonist is so much stronger in Stay Night. Uh-huh. The thing is, we can come back to this after we can have, like, a spoiler-filled discussion. Mm-hmm. But, like, it's hard to beat being the very best at, like, killing anything. Mm-hmm. It's a, that's, those are really big shoes to fill. Mm-hmm. Could Goku beat him? I mean, like... <laughs> we're back on power level discussions from 90s like forums yeah i think the thing is is like with the element of surprise shiki can beat almost anyone true without it shiki can beat almost no one yeah uh-huh <laughs> he's the, he's the strongest of them all and also the weakest of them all at the same time uh-huh uh yeah there's like so so many of these questions are so broad that i don't know how to approach them but i'm having a great time just sort of like drifting through them Marin writes in, Hi, thank you for this podcast. It has been a joy to listen to. It's really nice to have a podcast about being gay and gushing about girls. My two favorite activities. <laughs> oh, that's our goals. Yep. Uh, made for people like you, <laughs> honestly. <laughs> uh, first, um, let's see. Which of the very hetero rats in Skihime has the gayest energy? It's hmm. Arcoid. Yeah. Hands down, it's it's the CL triad ending. Yeah, definitely. But it's Arcoid's route. Yeah, yeah, they definitely have some real Yuri energy, the two of them. I think you could also make a case for CLs, mm-hmm. which is mm-hmm. two depressed people just, like, ramming into each other. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah, like, she... Well, the thing is that um, the Arcoid route is a, a Yuri setup, and it's, like, the the kind of cold uh, girl who's, like, I don't really hang out with a lot of people, and then the popular blonde girl finds her and is, like, whoa, I'm just really into you, and I'm gonna pull you on this, like, wild adventure. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. That's just, that's just a Yuri. That's just a, That's, yeah. like, most Yuris that I've read. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> What's that Yuri the uh we read recently where it has the like 
they do an effect to make it look like look dramatic like a screen tone effect that looks like mystic eyes I think that's failed princesses yeah i think that's it that's it which rules by the way yeah it looks like people have death lines on them yeah it's such a great effect speaking of manga we didn't do a thing at the beginning of this and we'll probably do one next time because we need to pad out that episode a little bit um okay what was the question again i lost my thread which of the very hetero rats and oh, right. has the gayest energy was there a second part of that um there's a second question oh there's a second question from the same person yeah oh cool cool and yeah we're settling on arcoid for yeah and of course it really is the the triad ending yeah CL and Arc, we just have such gay energy. Uh-huh. Like, it rules. And a more serious question. What are some of your fave gay visual novels and Yuri manga? Uh, I've played Later Kill in a Bind, Heaven Will Be Mine, and, and PCKC games. And love them all, but I'm always looking for more gay shit. I'm going to say we're going to answer that next episode when we have a relatively short episode because we have a list of stuff to talk about. And, yeah, you want to you know, like, do a gay book club? Yeah. And then we'll like, yeah, we'll we'll uh, talk about some some stuff that we've read and yeah, recently yeah. and like liked and that sounds good. And like, yeah, I have some good answers for this, but you have a lot of answers. I know some visual novels, but most have, of the Yuri I've read are just things that you've read. <laughs> I have some answers. Like, I have read a qual a quantity of Yuri. How much would you recommend? There's like, yeah, I think that a lot of that comes with caveats of like, hey, here's what this is. It's I liked it because I like what it's doing. But it's also like, I know that there are a lot of. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Next time on Fate Moon Archive, mm-hmm. Ben rants about Yuri for three hours. <laughs> um, The actual thing is I haven't played that many visual novels. Although Technically, th- every episode of um, our Grand Order podcast will be uh, Yuri because we will be both playing as the girl protagonist. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay. So we'll get back to that. Okay. We're giving ourselves future homework, which I think you're not supposed to do <laughs> when you have Q&As, but yeah. it's okay. I'm going to... Yeah. We need to make our own mistakes. Yep. Uh-huh. Um, thank you, everyone, for the questions. This is going to be the last one for tonight. Wait, I wanted to know, when did that question come in? Um, was it like literally 10 minutes before we recorded? 5.18. I don't remember when we started recording. Yeah, it was like less than an hour before we started recording. Yeah. This. So good on So ya. good on us for delaying. <laughs> Holding off as long as we did. I think we would have we would have hit it. Like, mm-hmm. it's now 9.09. We definitely, even if we'd recorded earlier, it would have been like, we would have started like two hours earlier, mm-hmm. maybe an hour. So like it definitely would have got, gotten hit. But um, oh, whoops, that was the wrong. Um, okay, now with our final question for the night. And I just want to say, before I read this, thank you so much, Sniper Servant, for writing in with this incredibly detailed question. It might sound like I'm being facetious. Mm-hmm. I am not at all. I'm overjoyed that someone cares about uh, us and also Mace Windu enough to write in uh, with a question this detailed. Let me increase the size of this a Take little bit. Take it low slow, fan. Okay. Hey, y'all. This is the kind of question that 
we would probably excerpt if uh we got too popular but i doubt that we ever will so if you have it's your a, podcast and you can read whatever you want fan if you have a question that is you know 1500 words long please send it in no. <laughs> we'd love to see it <laughs> limit the number of those that we get please <laughs> i am joking but um okay hey y'all We've seen the mystic eyes of death perception used by a variety of characters in a variety of ways throughout Tsukihime. But of course, to determine the true master of the ability, we must consider another master, the Jedi Order's own Mace Windu, whose ability to see shatter points in the Force is clearly comparable to Shiki's vision. To this end, I have reread Mace Windu Shatter Points and, Reven- and the Revenge of the Sith novelization and exerted, excerpted key bits describing the, his, this ability. Forgive me for the length of this email, as we've already been over. I thank you you're having so much fun right now <laughs> i am again i don't know that we can do more than one of these per q a episode but it's over it i am overjoyed that someone took the time to like uh, compile all of this together and send it to us hit me fan okay the initial description of shadow points okay okay so i'm gonna read this one because fan's not confident um i will say uh that there is <laughs> inserted into this email a incredible uh picture <laughs> from the abnormal mapping discord we might have to include it in the episode description somehow because yeah. it it's incredible of uh mace windu in melty blood <laughs> i think my favorite thing about this image is that mace's mace windu's name does have katakana oh <laughs> <laughs> uh. I don't know how to pronounce the name of the person who made this image, but uh, Blunt Winen, thank you for that picture. Bless you. Okay, okay, okay. Now I'm reading. Okay. You read the first bit of this. An excerpt in the initial description of Shatter Points. Imagine a Kariska gem, a mineral whose interlocking crystalline structure makes it harder than Durasteel. You can strike one with a five kilo hammer and do mo- no more than dent the hammer's face. Yet the same crystalline structure that gives the Karuska strength also gives it shatter points. Spots where a precise application of carefully measured force, no more than a gentle tap, will break it into pieces. But to find these shatter points, to use them to shape the Karuska gem into beauty and utility, requires years of study, an intimate understanding of crystal structure, and and rigorous and rigorous practice to train the hand in the perfect combination of strength and precision to produce the desired cut. Unless you have a talent like mine, I can see shatter points. The sense is not sight, but it is the closest word basic has for it. It is a perception, a feel of how when I what, how what I look upon fits into the force and how the force binds itself binds it to itself and to everything else. I was six or seven standard years old, well into my training in the Jedi Temple before I realized that other students, full-grown Jedi Knights, even wise masters, could sense such connections only with difficulty and only with concentration and practice. The Force shows me strengths and weaknesses, hidden flaws and unexpected uses. It shows me vectors of stress that squeeze or stretch, torque or shear. It shows me how patterns of these vectors intersect to form the matrix of reality. Put simply, when I look at you through the Force, I can see where you break. I look at Django Fett on the sand in the Geonosian arena, a perfect combination of weapons, skills, and will to touse them, an interlocking crystal of killer. The force hinted a shatter point, and I left a headless corpse on the sand, the deadliest man in the galaxy, now just dead. 
That's Mystic Eyes of Death Perception. Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. That's very, very the same thing. Yeah. Uh, okay, okay. A little bit on what Palpentine looks like. Mace vividly recalled what the Force had shown him while he watched Palpentine sworn in as Supreme Chancellor ten years before. Palpentine was himself a shatterpoint on which the future of the Republic, perhaps even the whole galaxy, depended. Here we see the main way Mace's power seemingly surpasses Shiki. Mace can see the death point of a society. Now, he's too much of a liberal dumbass to realize that this is because Palpatine is the one who kills the Republic, not because if he dies, the Republic dies. But knowing what the Shatterpoint knowing what the Shatterpoint do isn't part of the power set. The passage this passage indicates that an additional in ugh. This passage indicates that in addition to passively seeing shatter points, Mace can focus to bring them to his attention. A fist clenched in Mace's chest that this soft little man, this civilian, could accuse Depa Bilba, <laughs> Bilaba, Star Wars <laughs> names are so much, <laughs> of such an atrocity, even by implication, grabbed his heart with sick fury. A long, cold stare showed him every place on this soft man's soft body where one sharp blow would kill. The agent blanched as if he could count them all in Mace's eyes. I'm not going to quote the text for this one because it's within three pages, most of which... Oh, it's within three pages, most of which are lore about the planet the book is set on, but it's mentioned when working as General Mace is able to see the shatter points in his enemy's tactics and strategies and bases force actions on this. Now on to Revenge of the Sith. Um... The early pieces of Revenge of the Sith reiterate the basics to introduce the concepts, bringing up the bit about Palpatine's coronation again because it's good dramatic irony. Mace explicitly notes that he doesn't always know what the shatter points mean, just that they can be important. Anakin was somehow a pivot point, the fulcrum of a letter, with Obi-Wan on one side, Palpatine on the other, and the galaxy in the balance. But the dark cloud on the Force prevented his perception from reaching into the future so much, for so much as a hint of where this might lead. The balance was already so delicate that he could not guess the outcome of any given shift. The slightest tip in any direction would generate chaotic oscillation. Anything could happen. Anything at all. The dude still does not realize that if Obi-Wan, his good friend, is one side of the balance of light and dark, and Palpatine is the other, he needs to kill Palpatine. <laughs> Dumbass. Still, this illustrates another thing Shatter Points do. Illustrate connection between related points of collapse. I forget if Shiki can see this kind of thing. I don't think that he can. I think that you're right that Shiki needs to be power leveling these eyes. Yeah, I think uh earlier so I guess let's actually talk through this as we as we go through it. I think that Sniper Servant is wrong that Shiki could have seen Palpatine as the death point mm-hmm. of society. Mm-hmm. Like that is a that is a possible application of mm-hmm. eyes of death perception. It would just take a lot more of him leveling them up mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, to not just burn out his brain trying to see something like that. Mm-hmm. I don't know if Shiki can see connections. He can see death lines, uh-huh. but those are you cut it and then it doesn't go back together. They're not these two things are connected. What is the... what's Okay, would you want to finish this before we yeah, go into the discussion? Yeah. Okay, okay. Uh, things scale up a bit in this book. The tangled web of fault lines in the Force he had seen connecting Obi-Wan, uh, Anakin to Obi-Wan and to Palpatine were no more. In their place was a single spider knot that sang with power enough to crack the planet. Anakin Skywalker no longer had shatter points. He was a shatter point. The shatter point. Everything depended on him. Everything. 
This happens in the moment before Anakin tells him that Palpatine is Sith and Mace again mistakes the importance here. He tells Anakin to stay behind because he thinks Palpatine will crack the shatter point if he goes along. This isn't exactly wrong to Mace's credit. In the fight with Palpatine, we see both the weakness and strength of shatter points. I guess we should say at the top of this, spoilers for Star Wars stuff. <laughs> um, it's fine. In the fight with Palpatine, we see both the weakness and strength of shatter points. Palpatine is able to effortlessly overpower the other Jedi Masters. The scene sucks in the movie, but it's sick in the novel. But Mace is able to see the weaknesses in Palpatine's strategy and overwhelm him. In this moment, Mace even sees the shatter point of, an, of the entire dark side. That was when Mace finally understood. He had it. The key to final victory. Palpatine's shatter point. The absolute shatter point of the Sith. The shatter point of the dark side itself. Mace thought, blankly astonished, Palpatine trusts Anakin Skywalker. Rip Mace. Now, to analyze shatter points as a technique compared to Shiki's mystic eyes using all, the, all this evidence. Its strengths are that it can see weaknesses in a variety of things and can be applied to non-combat situations by seeing the weakness of arguments, strategies, etc. This means it can be applied in much broader ways, being used to bring down nations, armies, etc. Shiki's death eyes can kill concepts, but in a much more direct way, I'm unsure is comparable. Let's, uh, there's more here, so we're going to finish this question, then I would love to come back and talk Snip- Sniper Serpent has given us a lot to, to chew on here. Mm-hmm. Mace Windu's shatter points have three main comparable weaknesses. They cannot be used to kill opponents. They cannot be used to kill opponents Mace Windu could not physically kill, as they do not have the instant death effect, only showing how to kill. This isn't this is compensated for by the fact that Mace Windu can kill nearly anything anyways, thanks to his invention and mastery of the Vespapad. The seven the seventh and sexiest lightsaber style wholly unrelated uh cool power he has uh okay cannot kill concepts except drawing upon material reality mace could not stab and kill a ley line with the shatter point unless the ley line could be physically destroyed he could bring down a nation but only if there's a material way a single action could bring down a nation mace is surrounded by these though uh as like the fifth most influential person in the galaxy uh, he does not innately understand the meaning of shadow points, meaning he has to use his deduction to figure out what the weakness he is seeing is seeing a wait. Meaning he has to use his deduction to figure out what the weakness he is seeing is a weakness of, and what consequences shattering it could have. He's really bad at this when it really counts. So my questions are: How do you think shadow points max, match up to Mystic Eyes in terms of cool powers? How do you? How would you write a fight between Shiki and Mace? That's a fascinating question. Mm-hmm. What would be the plot of the Mace Windu arc of Tsukihime if Mace was a love interest? <laughs> I was waiting for you to get to that part. Oh, uh, at the time I'm saying this, I'm not caught up on the pod, so there may be an obvious comparison point I'm missing. So I hope I contained enough <laughs> stupid Star Wars lore for you to work with in that case. I think I've managed to keep this email shorter than expected. I hope you have some amount of fun with this stupid fascination I have. Not at all a stupid fascination. I'm having a blast, as Ben can tell. Uh-huh. Uh, looking for the pod sniper serpent. I think this is a case, like Roa, in the um, Arcoid route, where it's not... Mace doesn't actually have mystic eyes of death perception. He has something related. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Roa has, like, eyes of life perception. Something like that, yeah. 
Because he can't, um, Roa notably can't see the death points of objects. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it seems like Mace can't either. I think that's the he thing. He can is see like, the death point of, like, societies. Yes. Of, like, cultural institutions. I think, wait, one sec. I think that we're somewhere in here where, um, yeah, Mace can see the death point of the society. I think he can see the, the shatter point of anything that can be broken. Uh-huh. But it won't. It will shatter. It won't necessarily like die instantly. Yeah. So I think the, I the think major difference that Mace's power is technically weaker than Shiki's. I think the major difference is that Mace could see how to cut up Arcoid, mm-hmm. but she would be able to put herself back together quite easily. Yeah. Uh huh. It's the like, or or he couldn't even see it because like there's very little way to defeat Arcoid mm-hmm. physically. Mm-hmm. Like, you need to kill the ley line, and then mm-hmm. she's vulnerable. Um, Which he wouldn't be able to do, because he can't kill concepts. Yeah. Like, here's the thing. Shiki could kill the Force, technically. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> I think... But the thing is, is that it seems like Mace is using an ability uh-huh. that other Jedi can with, like, a lot of concentration and training, mm-hmm. but that he just kind of gets for free. Mm-hmm. Um... Yeah, it's like he can see the same things that Shiki sees, but Shiki has can activate them in a way that he can't. Yeah. Al- alternatively, I think Mace can, without burning out his brain, that's see things that's that opposite. Shiki cannot. I think that... Uh, like, I think that Shiki could indeed see, like, oh, here is the death point for the concept of Japan. Mm-hmm. But I think that... So even head might even with a lifetime of leveling up his eyes, mm-hmm. that's still drawing like way too much on his eyes to 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 like do that and not just immediately mm-hmm. cease uh, being a sapient person. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, like I think he would just immediately die, mm-hmm. even if he tried to do something like that. Um, now could girl Shiki do it? I think I, it's I think it's similar. I'm not sure where girl Shiki goes, but I think she goes to some wild places. Okay. I think she I think our Shiki, our beloved Shiki from Tsukihime, probably couldn't take Mace Windu in a fight. No. I think it's I think that interesting. Girl Shiki would have a shot. Yeah, you're probably right. Because I think Shiki's well, Shiki's but very good at paper. Ooh. I mean like Huh. How many death or how many death lines does a lightsaber have? Mm-hmm. Or is it a like, oh no, only the handle mm-hmm. is a weak mm-hmm. point and he kind of has to get in there and mm-hmm. Cuz I think the thing is is Shiki's very good at keeping himself alive. Mm-hmm. But I don't know how he gets out of it like winning. Yeah, right? Mm-hmm. Like yeah, because Mace is like Mace is very good at fighting, mm-hmm. and so it's not like Mace is just going to be like, "Yeah, here, please cut my lightsaber in half." Mm-hmm. I'm definitely not going to like fight you at all. I think it's an interesting one because because again, like Shiki is very resistant to death externally. Mm-hmm. So I wonder. Yeah, I think you write it as like. Oh, Mace is just covered in chat in death points. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. There are so many places that Shiki could get and kill him. Mm-hmm. And Mace is Mace just has a hard time 
because Shiki, it's not like his strategy is then, I am hard to I am hard to kill. It is like oh no, instinctually my closeness to death grants me the ability to preternaturally uh, avoid attacks. See, I think this is the thing. I think the way that you write a, f- a fight scene between the two of them is that they both realize it's futile, and that's how the romance route starts. <laughs> I'm listening. <laughs> is this okay? Real quick. Is this a near side or far side route? This has got to be near side because, uh, like, forces from the greater world are coming in. You know what I mean? I want to, yes. I want to go back and say that uh, Arihiko's a near side route. Yeah, definitely. Um, I want to, yeah, I want to see Arihiko get, like, wrapped up in, oh, there are vampires and uh-huh. they're bad. <laughs> um, yeah, I, oh, yeah, I think it would be a great fight because it's, it's Shiki realizing, oh, he's very vulnerable mm-hmm. in the sense that, like, oh, yeah, of course I can see his death points. Oh, no, of course I can't do anything about that fact. Mm-hmm. I have a four-inch knife and he has a lightsaber. Um, and it's Mace going, like, oh, you are incredibly hard to kill. Uh-huh. I don't have you don't have a shatter point in your strategy because your strategy isn't like be very good at fighting it's uh feel your death coming for you and avoid it (laughs) Uh um yeah Mm -hmm. great cool fight that like stalemate stalemate yeah uh and then it takes a while for them to warm up to each other but then they kiss yeah (laughs) um yeah i think that's the thing is like mace is not a drop-in for arcweed Mm -hmm. but it's like a mace and uh yeah it's mace and shiki start off fighting mm-hmm. and then they're like very wary of each other until they take down chaos yeah, yeah, yeah um and then huh do they rather quickly wrap up uh uh roa mm-hmm. and then it's like mace is like hey i've i've helped you with some stuff i got problems back on <laughs> back where i'm from and then it turns into like a weird science fantasy mm-hmm, mm-hmm. route. Bring Shiki out. I see. I see. Yeah. We did. We kind of skipped over the first point of these questions. How does Shatter Points match up to Mystic Eyes in terms, in terms of, of cool, cool powers? I think an important thing about Shatter Points is that Mace is not actually seeing death in any way. No. So he's not close to death in the same way. No. He's he's out to break things. So. I would say that Mystic Eyes of Death Perception are slightly cooler. I think I agree. Mm-hmm. I think the... Like, yeah. Mace couldn't kill a planet. Like, the concept of it. The living will of a planet. Yeah. That's Which is, pretty sick. Uh-huh. I but just think it's it cool to, like, be like, oh, those three people together are like mm-hmm. that is what this entire society revolves around uh-huh. that if any one of those three dies or if mm-hmm. all three of them die like this society just devo- dissolves mm-hmm. it's no longer a thing it's pretty cool um i think that kohaku has a limited version of the cultural version of those eyes you know what i mean the ability to see how to break pe- people not physically but you know what i mean yeah Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, how to think, how to manipulate situations 
I'm so happy that I finally have like a, a little bit more clarity on exactly what chatter points are. Yes. Um, I think they're both cool. Mm-hmm. I, I think you're right that like in a real like I'm 17 and <laughs> and I like edgy stuff. You remember the bit when it's being explained where was it Arkweed who says that uh, every object carries its death with it? It's sick. Uh-huh. <laughs> what a great, yeah, what great phrasing. I think that might be Alco, actually. I think so. Sick. Sick. So, yeah, I think Mr. Guys of Death Perception are cooler. I would take shatter points because it means that I'm not going to die in like four yeah. years or whatever. The other thing is that Mr. Guys of Death Perception kind of drag you close to death, whether you like it or not. Yeah. Mace's power feels like it kind of drags you it drags you somewhere I don't know that it's close to death but like the annoying thing about it is that it doesn't tell you anything about what you're supposed to do like Shiki's like if I do that that person will die yeah thing will die I know exactly what's happening well it does is like I think it it tells you it tells you what to do Mm -hmm. it just doesn't tell you what that action will cause yeah but like shiki knows exactly what it'll cause the death of the thing in question yeah i think it it is interesting that shiki shiki at points like Mm. he will passively see death lines and death points of living things and often death lines of inanimate things Mm -hmm. uh but he can he can strain to see specific death points Mm -hmm. it's not a like oh there's a death point not really sure what that's for mm-hmm. it's like oh no i was straining to see the ley lines death point mm-hmm. therefore that is i know that when i see a death point that's what that is mm-hmm. um which feels like shatter points are more like there is a shatter point you, you didn't put any effort into trying to see that so you have no idea what that's for mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. is cool i think in many ways that that is like Someone who it's is not—it's possibly more broadly useful if you know how to you uh, yeah know what to if yeah. you yourself know what to do with it. I think if Mace I feel like Mace is if Mace Windu on. wasn't Mace Windu, uh-huh. if Mace Windu was not a fucking liberal, uh, I think he would have had way more use for, or would have made better use of. Shadow if he Pulse. was a revolutionary, <laughs> uh huh, he may have been able to make better use of that. Yeah, but instead. He's who he is, which is like part of what's great about giving them to him mm-hmm. is like, hey, here is like the entire first trilogy or mm-hmm. like prequel trilogy. Re- a lot of what is good about it, mm-hmm. where there are good parts, is like, hey, dramatic irony is cool, isn't it? Fen, this is how they bond. Shiki has the power to see and see and cause death, but he doesn't want to kill anyone. And Mace has the power to bring down societies, but all he wants to do is prop one up. <laughs> this is how they get talking. Oh my god. Ideal. Perfect. <laughs> Great. I love this. You got anything else to say about our good friend Mace Windu? It's probably be a while before Mace Windu shows up on the podcast again. Yeah. Death, we're going to see a lot of cool mystic eyes, but the the coolest ones, which are these ones, aren't going to show up for a while, I don't think. Yeah. We are... Oh, my God. How many hours in? We're at 3.13. Yeah, that's not bad. We're done. Yeah. That was all the questions, right? Yeah.
feel free to skip the rest of this episode because uh, <laughs> it be might all be bad. Um, but there will be more after this. And then next week. Right. Okay. Let me do a proper outro. Um, mm-hmm. We're done with Tsukihime, fam. We're done with Tsukihime. I have a lot of I feelings about that. Yeah, most of them are, damn, we're done already. That's kind of a bummer. Even though it's been like seven or eight months or yeah, whatever since we started this project. Time flies, Ben. I um, really do. Okay. We are part of the Abnormal Mapping Network. Yes, we are. Uh, go listen to their Abnormal Mapping podcasts. There are a lot of them. Mm-hmm. Most of them are good. All of them are good. All of them are good. I can't I'm, vouch for them perfect. Personally. No. Not all of them. Uh, everyone, all of the podcasters who post in the Discord, in the, like, network mm-hmm. chat, I am I can vouch for them. Uh-huh. I can't vouch for people who aren't in the Discord. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. What else do we say? Uh, I guess next time we're going to, as we said, kind of in the middle of a question, next time we're going to have... We did interrupt ourselves in the middle of questions to talk about other things a lot. Yeah. Uh, we're going to have an episode that is going through the rest of this podcast. Uh, well, that makes it sound like we're going to end when we're caught up. We're not going to end when we're caught up. Ben and I have plenty of things to talk about uh, into microphones. Uh, and we'll we'll figure something out when we're caught up. But uh, we're going to go over the next several years of uh, Fate stuff that has been released so far. Yeah, yeah. So, we're going to go over our little spreadsheet. And uh, also it'll be, I guess, a Yuri Rex podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's going to be, let's see, that's going to be like the 23rd or something. Mm-hmm. We're recording ahead a little bit. Uh, and by a little bit, I mean a lot of bit. Um especially since we're doing a bunch of different stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're recording ahead because holidays and travel and I have a major surgery coming up. So we need to get a bunch of episodes done. So some of them might be a little lighter, but uh-huh. don't worry. We'll get back to real meaty episodes soon. <laughs> as soon as we can. We are going... The next thing we're going to play, the next thing, actual thing we're going to do is the tsukihime plus disc right yes shout out which speaking of i could find a pre-patched copy of the plus disc with mirror moons patched already applied mm-hmm. i could not find an iso of the disc itself in japanese if anyone knows where one is i would be overjoyed yeah if you got, could send got- it our way it's got stuff on it that isn't in the version you found. Right? As far as I know, there's stuff on the physical like CD that isn't in the version that we mm-hmm. got a hold of. Um, yeah. yeah. So if anyone anyone out there knows that, well, I don't know how, how much of it's co- like pod coverable worthy, but you know what? I would just like to look at it. Yeah. And there's also a like I would love to to visit some of the stuff that we visited in Japanese. Uh, or that we visited originally in it with a, I'm going to say fine, but not great translation. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would love to visit some of that stuff in Japanese. Mm-hmm. Um, and so if you know where that is, I would, I would be overjoyed to have it. But uh, worst case, um, yeah, well, I mean, we will be doing plus disc next time yes. or two times from now. 
that's the next thing that we're, we are we are playing. Uh, um, don't probably don't play it if you haven't played Tsukihime. <laughs> no, it's very weird. much like I bet you could go in with oh. um as long as you've listened to these episodes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but it's it's very much it's like a couple of side stories. Yeah, yeah. from Tsukihime. Visual novel sh- short stories is an interesting idea. Yeah. And then after that, I think it's Kagetsu Toya. Uh-huh. I want to do the anime, but the anime doesn't come for a little bit. Oh, right. The anime is is before Stay Night, but is after... Um, oh, God. That's going to be blood. our wrap-up episode <laughs> for for the, the Tsukihime years. It's going to be the anime, isn't it? Oh, no. That's perfect. Because then we can do the anime and then go into, like, wrap-up stuff. Oh, no. Like we did with Eclipse. Oh no. Are you okay? Oh Fen, I'm so excited for that anime. Questions you can write in to <laughs> crying rolls actually at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Uh you have anything else we want need to talk about? One day let's meet no, 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 in the no, no, digital no, 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 scene. No, no, don't do that yet. Fen. Yes. Where can people find you on the internet? Fennec.moe. F-E-N-I-C dot M-O-E. That links to your Twitter, right? Yes. Uh, you can find me at Ben Enns. Uh, you can find my Not Safe for Work writing at Doom Gender. You can find the show it's at Crying Rules. Yes. Not actually. Just at Crying Rules. At Crying Rules actually is too long for Twitter. Yeah, for handle. Twitter. Yeah. Okay. Otherwise, it would be a lot easier if it wasn't too long for Twitter. Yeah, we should we get CryingRules at gmail.com. We should. But the actual name of our thing is Crying Rules, actually. Yeah, but what if we were the same everywhere? Heartbreaking. One day, let's meet in the digital... <laughs> One day, let's meet in the digital sea. Digital is a hard word to say, Ben. Digital. 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 Digital sea. It is when you whisper it, Ben. One day, let's meet in the digital sea.
Uh, well, I... I need to record for the clap. <laughs> Can't just I'm recording clap on without now, recording. That, that defeats the entire purpose. <laughs> I'm recording on Audacity and I'm recording in OBS too. Okay. Um. Mm -hmm. Okay. Oh God! Now I'm really nervous. <laughs> Don't even look at it. Don't even look at it. I mean, not the recording part. The like. The, the the clapping. I need the to look at the screen to know what time it has been. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Why wouldn't you be looking at the screen? Well, you said don't look at it. Oh, no, I was saying don't look at the, like, recording part. You got two screens. Put that off to the side. I did. There you go. <laughs> Close that eye. <sighs> I... <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, you want to do uh, two twenty-five? Sure. Ah, that was early. <laughs> you want to try again? Myself out. Wait, what? You want to try again? Yeah, thirty okay. or mm, 40. forty. There we go. I that think that better. sounded right. Maybe. Um, um, you can, you'll see it on Audacity anyway. Uh -huh, Are you uh -huh. doing audio for this? Probably. Unless you wanna. Um, I could try, but like, you're probably better at it than uh -huh. I would ever be. <laughs> uh -huh, okay. Uh -huh. Yeah, I, I can give it a shot. Welcome to Fate Moon Archive, a podcast about waiting through 20 years of Type Moon. I'm your, I'm, hmm. I'm host. I'm host fan. <laughs> I'm host fan. I'm host. I'm host. Look at me. <laughs> Proud of you. <clears throat> Take two. Welcome to Fate Moon Archive, a podcast about waiting through 20 years of Type Moon. I'm your host, Fen. My pronouns are Fae Fair. And joining me is... Uh, I'm your other host, Ben Enns. Um... <laughs> Oh, and I guess that's up to me. Um, uh, yeah, but you, oh, you wanted to do the intro, Ben. I'm bad at this, as it turns out. Um, Listen, we're podcast babies, Ben. Uh-huh. Um, okay, so just... <clears throat> um, can we pause for one sec? Yeah, I gotta run to the bathroom anyway, and uh, that's the end of the day. Yeah. That yeah, that's what I meant. Was that was the end of day one? Let's take a So Fen, it's been two hours. I was gonna say we need to maybe not go into that much detail. <laughs> I love you, but we are gonna be here for seventeen hours if <laughs> Fen. I love you. I'm I love sorry. You. There's just so much good detail. Yeah, I think that there's like, hmm. <laughs> there are like every we don't yeah we don't need we don't need every twist and turn like that's true. Summarizing scenes is probably gonna. Mm -hmm. um, God, on honestly, what should, we should have done is you should have taken my notes and led the discussion. <laughs> That's I was I was thinking that maybe that would have <laughs> <laughs> like before this I was like oh that 
might make sense. Mm-hmm. But um yeah, cuz I think that there is there is a lot of good detail, but mm-hmm. but there's also like the yeah. Y- yeah, yeah. You go I'll to the bathroom. To I'm going to get up and walk around for a second. I love you. I love you. So yeah, speeding up I think is good. Um I was just going directly by my notes this time. I, I didn't realize how long it had been. More like I, like talking about scenes rather than each and everything that happens in a scene <laughs> uh-huh. is probably better. Uh-huh. I do think we're going to end up with a very long podcast no matter what we do. Yeah, yeah. No, definitely. I just I just don't want it to be unlistenably. <laughs> um, no, I'm not protesting speeding up. You're definitely right. Sorry, let me eat this muffin real quick. <laughs> oh, you're good. Take your time. Yeah, I can absolutely do that. Do you want to do day two? Or are you having an okay time doing this? I'm having an okay time doing this. I just, like... I do not have notes that are as detailed as yours. Mm-hmm. Um, I have mostly, like, my reactions to what happened, mm-hmm. rather than, like... I meant I could send you my day two. Um, we could try that, but... Let's, let's I, see if I can speed it up. I like listening to your voice, too. Hmm. Day two's a nice short day, is the thing. A yeah. lot happens in day one. Yeah, there's a lot of setup. Mm-hmm. And we do keep pausing to have deep conversations about things that won't happen for a long time. Yeah, that's fair. We might end up with three episodes out of this. At the rate we're going. Mm-hmm. Even at double rate. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Part of me had wondered if we should do, like, every three days or something. Or every four days. Mm-hmm. But we'll see. It's an experiment. I'm almost done with this muffin. It's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Very. Feed me muffin. I want to feed you bits of muffin. No, I love you too. Thank you for doing this with me. Yeah, I'm having a great time. Um, see, the thing is, Ben, even when I'm skipping a lot of, like, little details, it's still a lot happening. <laughs> no, yeah, this this feels like a better place, pace, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I'm just telling you, like, it's still taking forever to get through these days. No, yeah, which I understand. It, it's a long game. Uh-huh. Yeah, I think that... Th- see, so how are those five episodes for the game going? <laughs> I love you. By the time we get to Tsukihime, we could split it all up into hour-long episodes and have a year. I mean, we could do weekly at that point. Uh, That's what I'm saying. A year's worth of weekly episodes. (laughs) Wow! (laughs) I mean, maybe you're not wrong. Um, Wow, we really did just get through day four. We really did. And that that was at, like, speed. These are visual novels, Finn. They sure are novels. They are novels. That's something I appreciate about them. Like a lot of modern uh, visual novels, uh, like the Amer- like the American interpretation of them, are not novels. Uh huh. They are like visual novellas. 
they are a few hours long. And I'm like, I think that's good generally, but also there's something real nice about like a really long book that uh-huh. has like, video game bits to help carry you th- your attention through it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I think uh, I think we should wrap up. I think we should talk about what our outro is going to be uh, another time. Uh-huh. Um, and just kind of wrap it up here. Uh, and how the fuck we're going to cut this up. Yeah, I think the first episode is just going to be real fucking long. Uh-huh, it sure is. And then um, we'll, well see how long the second yeah. one is, and it, that might be two episodes. Yeah. I think we've established a lot of the one. groundwork, but also like some of the best and worst stuff is coming up. <laughs> uh-huh lots of highs and lows uh-huh um pen when do you want to record more um <laughs> i can't believe i'm so wrong ben yeah you were worried we weren't gonna have enough i was so worried so yeah that's uh fan uh-huh we're at day three and we are three hours and 40 minutes into this recording uh like a good a good portion of that is the intro and then um and then some uh some fucking around some fucking around taking a break eating a muffin yeah i yeah so we're at two and a half hours we'll say yeah actual podcast time Uh uh-huh what's up ben (laughs) how are you feeling i'm feeling great you having a good time yeah you want to keep you're going to keep going yeah so I think my you, notes for the next three days are, like, significantly shorter than for day three. Yeah, day three has a lot in it. Um, okay, okay. We'll, we'll keep going until we run out of juice, and then that'll be episode one. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> we'll come back as soon as we can to talk about this more, because we haven't gotten to the... Some of the uh. Uh-huh, we haven't gotten to the actual game yet. Uh-huh. We've gone to the prologue, practically. This is the third prologue, if I'm being honest. This is this is the first arc of the game. Mm-hmm. Is like... This is... So, it's worth saying, I thought that he was gonna be the big bad. I thought that was that it was like, oh, Absolutely. okay, like, it's time we to... Should, like, we should cut this from uh, the podcast, because I think we were, we're doing too much talking about how the route will end. Um, but, but yeah, I absolutely thought he was going to be the big bad. That's fair. And the actual thing is that maybe a lot of this stuff gets cut or reorganized. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I don't know. I feel like parts of this have been listenable and I feel really bad for anyone who tries to listen to this. Oh, um, what? No, this is great. I just, yeah, I don't know. I love you. I love you. I do think that uh, things to work on for us is not being like, me not being like, and then we never get a, this resolved. I think, if I'm being honest, Ben, I think it might be better for us to do preset chunks of roots and record out the smaller episodes. <sighs> if I'm being honest. Yeah, I... <laughs> Because the thing is, we know how where this is going to end. Yeah, and I feel like I don't know that... And fate's only going to be longer. 
that is true that fate is going to be very long mm -hmm. um but the the problem there is like i already know how that's gonna end and like i know the the entire arc of that game it's true um because i i don't know that hmm i don't know that going through it in a more like i guess let's see where we end up at the end of this mm -hmm. how many episodes we have and also just like what it feels like to listen to it mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um because there's stuff like i don't i don't know that saying hey this is never gonna get resolved is like bad i don't know if it's uh yeah i don't i don't know i'm trying to think of the way the other um i guess people do they do just kind of chat yeah mm. like that's that's really what this is is like chatting about a game that we played uh-huh, uh-huh. I think we're having a good conversation, which is always engaging. Yeah, uh, I I, w I hope at least that, like, we have had interesting insights and, like, have had things that people will go like, ah, yes. Mm-hmm. 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 Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, and also, Fen, it's the very, very first episode for yeah. a very rough game. Yeah, we can, like, find our footing. Uh-huh. Um, I think we're doing a lot better than uh, even the start. Mm -hmm. uh, and we, we once we have uh, three listeners, they can tell us what we're doing wrong. Yeah. Uh -huh. We could Discord for all three of them. I love you. I'm we'll sorry. Patreon for all three. I love you. Fen, I would just record this for the experience of recording it. You know what I mean? It is really fun stepping through this game and being like, oh yeah, huh. Like we don't have an excuse to step through it this granularly without something like a podcast. We just yeah. won't make time for it. I know mm -hmm. us. Mm -hmm. Uh and I love talking about this in a structured way with you. Uh-huh. It rules. Um I I'm having fun just like blathering and you being like, hey, this is this is what I thought about this. I think it's a pretty good dynamic. Yeah, I, I I hope that it comes across as like, yeah, I hope it comes across in a good way. Have you listened to the Great Gundam Project? Not yet. <laughs> okay, so this is very much how they do it. It is mm -hmm. um, one of the uh, two hosts does a fairly comprehensive... Wait, M or Jackson? Oh, fuck, Ben, I don't know. <laughs> I Jackson's the British one, M is the American. M is the one who uh does the the um the recap, the summary. Okay. Um so they'll read the summary and at first they're like, okay, I'm going to read the summary and then we'll talk about it. But then very quickly the summaries are too long to do that. Mm -hmm. So M will read it and Jackson will comment constantly and just interrupt. And that's just mm -hmm. how it goes. So we're we're kind of just doing that. Mhm. Mm mhm. Mm uh, I do think by nature, these are a lot less, that, that, uh, fate is a lot less digestible and yeah. we could very easily like make an hour long podcast talking about this route, right? Yeah. That's and like only really hit the I'm high points. In. But yeah. like that, I, I feel like capture some essence of the experience, even if it, you can't capture the whole essence of the experience. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Even if I'm just talking about the things that I thought were, it was interesting. We're still talking about almost everything. Yeah. Uh huh. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. I want to make sure that you're having a good time, too. Oh, I'm having a great time? Then what we are doing is perfect. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
Um, how long do you think you can go? That's a good question. Mm-hmm. Um, I felt you're running a little low on steam at points. You seem to have bounced back, though. I'm eating gummy bears now. Oh, that's um, beautiful. You're a treasure. I'm going to try standing up. My butt is getting a little sore. I just um, looked at my notes, though, and realized that we're getting close to the midroot blowjob scenes. And we're going to have to talk about those, Fen. Uh-huh. Two of them. Real. And they're both bad. Did you do the CL one? Oh, yeah. I mean, we can talk about that one on her route. I didn't do that one because I figured we would just do it, cover it on the route. But um, That, okay. It is, she is not a bottom. <laughs> oh. Hmm. Huh. Okay. Well, or Succubus her is not. Okay, yeah, yeah. I suppose that's, we don't really know how close they are. Because uh, according oh. to the, the, Kohaku also is not a bottom. Yep. <laughs> okay, we we are literally going to get there in like ben? an hour. Ben, Kohaku definitely is. A bottom? She's a sob at least. Mm-mm-mm-mm. No, that is absolutely not. She she was doing the thing where she was agreeing with all. Of, she was absolutely into the, oh, I'm going to say sweet things and then fuck you up. But uh, Akiha had the, the reins this time, so she was letting her be in charge. Okay. Mm-hmm. There are some things I noted down that Kohaku was very much is very much like a mommy doll in that scene. Except except she's being held back, basically. Mm-hmm. I'm just thinking about editing this and being like, oh jeez. I'm really sorry. <laughs> That's another reason why I'm like, we gotta have multiple podcasts found. I need a break between editing. <laughs> That's fair. Um, I mean, like, listen, we're probably not going to get through day six, which is like going to be, I don't know, like a third, a a half of our entire runtime. Um, shit. Well, you know, listen, think of it like this. The more, the more episodes it takes, Mm -hmm. the more episodes it takes to, um, get through this the um, more podcasts we get out of it and the less we have to actually get through in a certain amount of time. Uh Uh-huh. Oh, God, Fed. This is... Take this blessed time to get ready for the fact that the blowjobs are going to start. Okay. Fen, do you need to, like, take a break, get a drink or anything? I should probably grab water. Yeah, I can stretch my legs real quick. I can feel my throat getting dry. I'm just leave my uh, ben, recording on. Ben, good. we might have an incredibly long, dense first episode, and then just breeze through the rest of this in the second one. Yeah, we should have done two episodes for the first episode, but I don't think it would be easy to cut now. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um... The cut, cutting it down is different, That I meant, well, I don't think we can split it into two episodes cleanly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm just, like, excited at the prospect of, hey, we might episodes. actually get through this. Uh-huh. Huh. What's huh. That? 
um reading about bamboo or wow not about bamboo about mahjong tile names um wait what about mahjong tile names so it's pin sue and man which are uh-huh. like like coins uh bamboo and ma- character uh-huh um and the suits are coins pin Strings of a hundred coins, Sue, and myriads, which is ten thousand coins, uh, man, which is you know the character a thousand is man, and the the traditional character for a thousand is the one on yeah man, the one on anyway. what, the one on on mahjong tiles. Oh, like the traditional mahjong? like traditional Chinese as opposed to simplified Chinese. Uh huh. What is I think I've lost the thread of how we got onto Mahjong. Uh, I, was, I was looking at... You were just uh, talking about Mahjong. See, yeah. I thought you were go- you were saying something Mahjong-related. I was like, what the fuck? What did I miss? What oh, I'm did sorry. What did Mahjong knowledge give you that I totally... That bleased over my head? <laughs> I love you. You don't have to apologize. I'm just being silly. Being a little goofball. will next time be another four-hour episode. Stay tuned. This isn't going to be four hours. We can cut a lot We've of this. We've been going for four hours. I know, but it's not going to be four hours. It's like probably three. Yeah, probably At three. least. Three's, three's fine. Three's, three's workable. I love you. I love you. You're so cute. Next, yeah, next route, I want to split it up uh, before we start recording. You know what I okay. mean? Okay. Get get the whole thing written out, uh, all my notes written out, and then be like, okay, okay, here's where we're gonna draw these lines. That's fair. I think that's yep. uh, smarter. Mm-hmm. Uh, we don't have an outro yet. Nope. What? Uh, find me on Twitter at fennec underscore fox f e n i c underscore f o x. Uh, yeah, I'm on Twitter at ben ends, uh, and I'm also on Twitter at doomgender. <laughs> Which is where I write sex stuff. <laughs> With uh, edgy elements sometimes. Um, yeah. Thanks for listening. Thanks uh, for listening. We need uh, a fun, like, rate us on iTunes. Um, uh, uh, tell your friends. <laughs> Are um, we going to be on iTunes? I don't, I don't know. Are we? <laughs> I don't know how it works. I've never podcasted. I think you just need an RSS feed to... Yeah. Yeah, I think so. How do, how do you get an RSS feed? I mean, that's the... We need to talk to... Um, yeah, we, we have so much podcast, Ben. We have a lot of podcasts. I was going to say, maybe we just... If, if we're going to apply for <laughs> a podcast network thingy, we and we need an episode to show them, maybe we should show them episode two because it'll be shorter. But then I'm like, ah, this is what episode two turned out to be, huh? Uh-huh. This... Yep. Episode two. I mean, I don't know. There's there's an element of like maybe this proves that we can talk delicately about complicated topics, but mm-hmm. I at least I hope it comes across that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, fate mostly goes up from here. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Prisma Prisma Ilya exists, so it doesn't go up very far. <sighs> you keep saying from here, and it I know is... I'm talking about Tsukihime. 
As I if know. we're already done with it. We're not even close to done, Ben. <laughs> Let's see how deep this mud puddle goes, Ben. Oh, it's gonna go so deep, Ben. <laughs> Let's see how deep this puddle of grail mud goes. Oh, delicious. Slurp, slurp. We do need a fun outro. We'll figure that out for next time, probably. Yeah. Yeah, we'll figure something out. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Alright. I love I th- you. I think that's, uh, that's good. We yeah. should uh, do a clap and... Oh, right. Clap. Mm-hmm. Reload your time dot is. What's today's... I closed it. What's today's quote? Yeah, tell me. Uh, if we start now, we can be ready for the next epidemic. Great. Oh my god, what? Bill Gates in 2015. I... Whatever. Fucking Fuck bad. Um... Wait, is there no... Is there no, like, thing... Oh, okay. That's weird. Okay. Huh. What? Okay, I'm ready. Okay, let's do 20. Mm-hmm. Was that a little early? That wasn't bad. Let's do one more at 30, okay. I guess. I was early that time. Oh, one more, well, one more. 35. You, okay. I was maybe a little late, but it's fine. Let's do 45. Oh my god. I think I did even earlier that time. Ben, you have four claps. One more, one more, one more. <gasps> my hands 55. hurt. Oh. <laughs> my brain didn't process. Five. Okay, that'll work. I cannot clap, Ben. Oh, hmm. What's up? I do... Yeah, there are certain things... Like, I notice that when I start sentences... I also, um, very loudly. (laughs) (laughs) It's just... Yeah, it's just interesting, like, looking at my waveforms and being like, Oh, huh. When I'm... Like, when I'm talking, I tend to be a little quieter. Uh-huh. But when starting sentences, I, like, get really loud. Here's the thing I, I've noticed. Well, a couple a couple things I've noticed about the way you talk because of have, listening to it over and over. First of all, I can recognize both of the shapes of our ums on, in the waveform now. Oh, I have not gotten that far. Uh, not perfectly, but I, I, I'm like, I can see the length and size of it. And I'm like, ooh, that's probably an um. Uh, second of all, when you are reading a script, you get way quieter and, like, uh, more controlled sounding. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh-huh. Because I'm way more comfortable. <laughs> uh-huh. well, I don't think, uh, no, 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 no. I, I, when you are discussing with me, you sound more comfortable. That's, yeah. I mean, like, I know exactly what I'm going to say. Uh-huh. And that so is you a go different this, like, mode like from... Mode. Uh-huh. I am... Yeah, I, like, have a point to make, and I'm getting there, basically. Uh-huh. Uh, what else? You, I love your laugh. You start really quiet on your laugh and then get louder as you go, and it's very cute. <laughs> ben. 
Whereas, which is nice because it gives you time to like back away from your mic. You know what I mean? Whereas I'm just like, ha <laughs> Instant laugh. <laughs> you, do, you do just instantly clip when you start laughing. Uh-huh. <laughs> I adore you. Hyena. I love you so much, Ben. Okay, we should do our clap at yeah. uh, 50. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Let's give it another one. Uh, okay. Probably 60. Or, uh, you know, zero. That was way too that clean was, on my Yeah, that was way cleaner. Um, okay. Think, God, yeah, it is really, it is really something to just see, like, oh, yeah, that, that is just a straight line from <laughs> edge to edge. Um, how about this? To prepare, let's uh, let's go wah 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 together a bunch. Wah 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 Okay, now you're good. I love you. I love you. The real reason that I f sound different reading a script is like, well, one, that is like, yeah, it's a different mode of speaking. But also, I'm just nervous because we're starting off again. And like, I have to. Anyway. <laughs> okay. Welcome to Fate Moon Archive, a podcast about wading through 20 years of Type Moon. I'm your host, Fan, and joining me is... I'm host too, Fan Enz. Today we're continuing with Tsukihime. We made it through day nine of the Archeid route last time. And it was a hell of an end. It sure was. Or the end of uh, day nine was certainly something, and <sighs> we had a very long discussion about sexual assault in video games. Mm -hmm. Great. Um, our I, goal. I, 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 uh, Ooh, sorry. Sorry. No, you're good. I love you. I love you. Whoa. Go our ahead, goal. Go huh? <laughs> I said, go ahead, go on, <laughs> and then you started talking at the same time. There, yeah, there were a couple of of times where the two of us were just talking over each other, and I was like, I know this has to, this cannot make it into our final episode. You like, wouldn't believe how many I did change. There there were some where it does work as like a oh it's kind of cute that like we're like saying the same thing or like it is you can tell what both of us are saying uh -huh. and then there are other times when it's just like this is this is nothing <laughs> this is nonsense i'm just going to delete one of our two or just cut this whole uh -huh. bit um let's start over on the intro <laughs> really you don't yeah ben... <laughs> <laughs> now I have to get I I was halfway through and now I have to do the whole like ah we're starting over. Even just drinking blood bags, she would need a hospital's worth to keep her running. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. To stop her from wanting to just murder people all the time. Listen, I would take a hospital's worth of fruit gummies. <laughs> My address is DM me. 
Do you, have me, do you have me for, deta- for shipping details? Yeah. My P.O. box for Foot Gummy is... Okay. If, you're, if you're near Boston, listen. <laughs> Soon. So, oh, that was for the listeners. I know, but I just, I'll also I, bring you Foot Gummy. I'm also yeah. a I listen to you, and I hear Foot Gummy. <laughs> bring me Foot Gummy. Gonna. <laughs> this, is, this is going in outtakes, right? Yeah, most of this is going in outtakes. Okay, good. I just didn't want this to disrupt the, the our main Hello. episode. Yeah. Yeah, we need a sign-off. Uh-huh. Um, moon archived. <laughs> uh, sound like Sailor Moon. <laughs> Well, you said do we need to sign off. I don't know how to sign off better than Do you mean do you mean a catchphrase yeah, or yeah. cuz Moon Archived is pretty good, IMO. Oh, <laughs> uh, it should be We were fated to archive this moon. God, no. <laughs> Should be something about the swirl of the root or something. Okay, you come up with something. <laughs> I'll I'll come up with some pitches. Okay, and then you you can tell all of them to me and say them out loud. And... Yeah, I'll read them all to you off a list and see which one you react best to. Yeah, that sounds good. Yeah, yeah, we'll just sort of peter out at the end there. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, yeah, we can cut this better than... We'll cut all of it, but yeah. I love you. I love you. We're rowdy podcast girls, aren't oh, we? Oh, are we? We... I feel like we end on... And you can find you at uh, Ben Ends and Doom mm-hmm. Gender. And then have a... Have a... Have the day tinkle? Or is it? Or is it? We do the 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 outro chanting and then stick in the uh, stick in outtakes and stuff. Uh, I, yeah, I think it's outro music and then uh, goofy stuff. Okay, because that separates it more. So hey Ben, yeah, what if we released a a, a thirteen hour episode? I'm sorry. What did you say? What if we released a thirteen hour episode? That should be our sign-off, Ben. Is it okay if we release this all as one episode? <laughs> is Hey, Ben. Is it okay if we release this in all one episode? Fate Moon Archive, a single episode podcast wherein they re-release the episode every couple weeks with more content. Oh, I meant just like do do it all just edit all of our recordings into one gigantic I file know, i know what you're saying <laughs> My, i'm saying what why stop there why not make a 300 hour episode because that's not you can't you can't do that we can't do a 13 hour episode Fred. that's not We can't do this. We have to put them in different episodes. Okay. But what if? Why do you want to do it all as one episode?
just because it would be funny. It would be very funny. And and I said five episodes, and you got your freaking five episodes. Most of them are more than half a day long, but it's fine. <laughs> Jeez. God damn. We'll have two podcast feeds. One of them will be regular split-up episodes, and one of them will be uh, one episode per route that's 15 hours long. Okay. I'm happy with this. <laughs> if no one will listen to it if they have to download a 13-hour episode. Every time we say this, Ben, my brain breaks. Just shatters into pieces. What, say what? What breaks your brain? The thought of a 13-hour episode so is funny, so funny to me. <laughs> oh, God. We should uh we should tweet shit posts about our podcast on crime rules more. Uh-huh. You should tweet about this on crime rules so I can um retweet it all. Like, <laughs> hey, you guys mind if we just release 13 hour episode of podcast? <laughs> You're incredible. Uh do you wanna clap and stop recording? Yeah. So let's pull up time.is. Time about is slash just is the only way to live, Ben. It's scary. <laughs> it scares me. I, in Ruby's Discord, I, I wrote, Paul, would you listen to a podcast that was 13 hours long? Ruby, literally seconds later, no. <laughs> <laughs> this is what I'm talking about, Ben. That's wild. You can't do that. Okay. Uh, 45? Yep. That sounded good. Yeah. You want to do another one? Just be safe? I think that was fine. I think that was fine. Mm-hmm. 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 We're at the end of uh, part one of this five-part Tsukihime series. Uh-huh. After, uh... Many, many hours. Many, many hours. Oh, that's More. just recording hours. We've we've like, we've started editing. Ben, mm-hmm. you've put a lot of effort into the first episode, but ten hours, mostly just listening to it and <laughs> and going like, Haha. <laughs> <laughs> "You're so cute." Mm-hmm. I've probably put like two or three, maybe mm-hmm. four, into. We get that uh, up to ten. Figuring out. How many, well, times, yeah. how many times did you go, haha, nice? Um, every time you said anything. Wow, that's a lot. Damn, shit, fuck. <laughs> no cursing. Explicit tag. Oh, what are we, family friendly content? Oh, gods, we're really not, huh? We are the opposite of family friendly content. We are, uh, uns- <laughs> we are, there is nothing of honor. This is not a place of honor content. Uh huh. That's extremely true. I mean, yeah. I try not to swear too much. You can say whatever mm-hmm. the heck you want. Um, whatever the, the frick I want. Yeah. I don't swear too go. much. I don't think. No. Sometimes I drop a little f bomb here or there. It always weirds me out when people just like use swears all the time. Mm-hmm. Do I swear too much? No, I don't think so. Okay. Okay. I think a good couple swears in a row is funny but doing it all the time isn't always fun no yeah that was not about you that was about uh another friend 